MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. Hello, Jazzy. <laughs> I'm seriously going to change the doc because I hate you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading the doc, man. Let's welcome our producers, Deadite Knight and Cable2KX. What up, though? Greetings. Well, <laughs> greetings. <laughs> greetings. Salutations, my friends. Welcome to episode 166 of the GameZilla podcast. <gasps> Jazzy, how you been? I've been good. What's new with you? Oh, uh, man, super busy. Uh, lots of activities going on. <laughs> lots of activities. <laughs> lots of activities. Lots of activities. Uh, did a lot of work. Did a lot of uh, Splatoon 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Um, Played a little bit of Splatoon 2 and Splatoon 2. Yeah, I think it's And then a, the Destiny beta, and split, but more Splatoon 2. Yeah, absolutely. Cable2KX, how you been, man? What's up? What's new? Not much. Um, I actually have not been playing any PlayStation or PC gaming. I've been playing mobile gaming. <laughs> Moving on. Mobile gaming. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, now the joke. The joke's over. So, like, what? What, what for real though? No, he, seriously. I'm he, stuck he's playing on... the Switch. No, I would never play that. It's not worth my time. And Whoa, money. man! Whoa. You better watch your mouth. <laughs> Whoa! You better watch your mouth. I got someone in. I got someone in the studio right now. I can just take your place. I mean, you, you already threatened me like forty times. Yeah, <laughs> he's, it's, he's it's literally. <laughs> what could replace cable is like a mop and bucket. With like sticks taped to it. Like no I way. said, I'm we have someone with a broken leg. Clearly, t- <laughs> I am done for today. Mop bucket. It's the same thing. I broken leg. There are some Wingstop calling my name. <laughs> oh, I called the. Uh, Which manager. that means the toilet will immediately call your name I, afterwards. I text. I text Andy, the uh, head manager of Wingstop, and sent him a picture of you. Said, "Do not serve this man." So you can't get Wingstop either. Why? Why? I hate you. Wingstop is for good boys, and you've been bad. All right, well, misbehaved. So you've been playing mobile gaming. I'm assuming you've been playing your Marvel game? Yes, Future Fight. I'm just straight up addicted to it. It's been fun. I'm learning to grind and building up multiple characters and learning. When you get tired of that, you can play Candy Crush. I would never play Candy Crush. And Angry Birds. Flappy Bird. He was that. in the Twitch chat and pre-show calling us scrubs and like, oh, Jazzy thinks he's good at this game, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, then pick up a Switch and play, Mr. FPS. Look. This, is, like, like this is a TPS, though. Yeah. I carry been? you through Destiny. I'm how? not carrying you through... Uh, you abandoned us in Destiny, you son of a bitch. You abandoned us and we all died. And Destiny's dead because of you. Pull Destiny up the video where you have Grimm's back. because of you. Okay, anyways. I got the Twitch video. Dede, how you been? I've been terrible as always. Like, <laughs> That's good. Nothing's <laughs> new. 
I think you had a pretty good weekend, though. You know, things got a little wild. I went up to Mackinac City and the Upper Peninsula with Banging Sci-Fi AJ and his squad known as the Party Boys. And I was definitely the old married man trying to hang with the Party Boys. And it almost killed me, but I survived. There was a showdown with a beer squatch. Um, <laughs> AJ may have offended some people of a different culture while we were up there. Um, there were plenty, oh plenty... Plenty of cold ones were cracked open with the party boys, and uh, you know it was a good time. It was a good time. There was even some Mortal Kombat played, and uh, I was a little worried that Sci-Fi's uh, step stepdad and mom were going to roll into the room while you know we're decapitating each other and be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Just concerned. Fair enough, but it didn't happen. They stayed. They stayed clear of the combat. And what did you? Uh, what did you play while you were up north? Mortal Kombat. I just said that. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh, I played Mega Man 6 on my DS. Yeah, okay. And then what did you play before you went up north? Ah, there. That's the question. I bought Splatoon. We had Friday off work, and I got up at 10 a.m., went and traded in Bomberman, the first video game I've ever traded in in my entire life. Oh, yeah. How did that go? It felt weird that I was like, here, have this game. And I'm paranoid. I'm like, oh, did I actually put Bomberman in the case? Because if I put Zelda in the case, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Uh, you know, I traded in. I got twenty two bucks for it, and that helped pay for Splatoon, which has already been better than Bomberman. That's okay. I can't argue that. I see what you did there, and you can go fuck yourself. And I don't know what did I do there. Zelda in the case, wrong case. Oh yeah, yeah you know. Let's be honest, that was unintentional. <laughs> I, I want to take credit right here. This case right here. I want to take credit that I was grilling Jazzy about it, but I really wasn't. Oh. Um, I because like, I at then. least knew where my games were. You would have had no no clue where your Zelda games. Yeah, are. exactly. But yeah, uh, it turns out I'm really bad at Splatoon. So we found that out in the pre-show. We're working on it. We're working on Man, it. Man, I'm yeah. a scrub. Yeah, I it, mean, my self-esteem is typically pretty low about my abilities. And Jazzy was really putting in work. I mean, this is two weeks in a row in the pre-show. Jazzy's made me look childish. Yeah, but Jazzy has a lot of Splatoon experience, including Friday where we put but in. But he's like still Jazzy, matches. and that still makes me feel bad. <laughs> okay, that yeah. part that part I understand. Well, I've been playing a lot of Splatoon as well. Obviously, with uh, with Jazzy, we we started uh, started on Friday, went out, got the game, and just never stopped playing. It was it was chaos, but. It was controlled chaos, and I loved it. The um, the biggest thing that I can see is the game is everything that the first game was brighter, more colorful, and they fixed you know a couple things. Other than that, like it's the same game. Yeah, and it's great, and I'm super happy it's back. But I would uh, I would say that after putting about 50 matches in on Friday when when I woke up the next day I thought my eyeballs were were going to just explode like my eyes were so sore and just like I was like well it's time to play some more splatoon <laughs> like it didn't even phase me I was like let's do it so um a lot of splatoon we did play the best the the bestiny we did play the destiny uh, beta bestiny bestiny i wish it was bestiny <laughs> not at all it wasn't uh, we, yeah, we did play the, we did play the beta and I can say it's a beta. Yeah. Dear God, Bungie, <laughs> please save this. Dear God, let beta. all the, let all the rumors be true. Yeah. Dear God, let all the rumors be true. We'll see though. Um, so the big thing here b- besides all of that is we've been, we've been gearing up for nerd barbecue 3.0. 
which is our big is our big barbecue that we throw here here at my my f- house and outside with big projectors and lots of food and all sorts of retro games to current gaming. We just we have a big uh, a fun time playing video games. Would you call it the social event of the summer? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's our social event of the summer. How yeah. does it compare to the Catalina Wine Mixer? I mean, Catalina Wine Mixer doesn't stand a chance. Goddamn Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, but we uh, we have a really good time. So we were we were prepping for that. We were making some studio uh, adjustments, improvements, whatever you want to call it, and you know that that kind of cut into our game time, but. Man, has it turned out nice! I'm I'm really excited yeah. to have people come o- come out to the event, get to get to see the new studio, get to get to see like, it's only been a year since you know since Nerd Barbecue 2.0. It's been a year, mm. and and we launched our LLC last year, so we launched Motor City Gaming last year. Before that, we were known as BXAP Gaming. We were still doing a podcast, but it was it was you know it wasn't as we weren't taking things as serious. In this short year, we have. You know, when you look at the studio, when you look at what we've done, it's grown so much that I think it'll be cool for people that are coming back from Nerd Barbecue 2.0. They're going to be like, oh, wow. You know, this is this is and and we've already had that experience just from like people seeing Facebook interaction and, and Twitter interaction and, you know, seeing images on Instagram. You know, people are just like, it's so cool to see the progression. It, so. It's cool that we didn't get so desperate that we had to burn down the studio for insurance money. Yeah, not yet. I mean, it's, the gas is poured all over the ground right now, but yeah. you know, we just haven't lit it yet. You told me that smell was cat pee. Yeah, well, you know, that's the story we're going with. <laughs> I just want to say that uh, after all the work you made me do this weekend... The, <laughs> I didn't make uh, you do anything. You volunteered. The television show Hoarders contacted me and wants me to be an organizationalist for the show now. You're welcome. Yeah. Really That's a new career path. Yeah. Skyrocketed in my career. That's way better right than direction. your career path will be here. Listen. Oh, absolutely. You have far more absolutely. room for advancement. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm lighting that match on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> that bad right. insurance money. And then let's not forget the other uh, huge event that we had since our last show, and that is After Dark Vintage Video Games 4 at the Michigan Science Center. Thank you so much for having us out, giving us a booth, and letting us do some live shows at the event. A special shout-out to Chelsea. She's uh, one of the organizers that uh, contacts. The organizer. She is, but she's the, she's the one that contacts us. You know, made sure hey hey you guys are coming back right, uh, and and it was just it was it was a blast. We had a, we had a great time. We got to network with a, with a bunch of other cool uh, companies and just nerds in general. And you know we uh, we'll be back. Like, invite us again. Next one we'll, we'll be there. It, it's it's one of my favorite events here in Michigan that we get to do for sure. And if you missed it, then um, you, can, you can... Shame on you. Well, well, yeah, that for sure. But I'm calling them out like it is. That's fair. You can listen to the Alpha show, which was the, uh, focus, the, the focus show recorded at the event. And you can head on over to the social media to Motor City Gaming, uh, Gaming in Detroit, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can see images of the show. You can see... Uh, Cable fighting Xander in some in some Dreamcast battles. You can see. That was Rick. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You guys were playing, and then you can see some people playing Arms. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, I did play Arms. You see that the dogs? Like I don't know if you guys can hear it, but the dogs lost their mind when I said Arms because they hate that game that much. And even Nintendo hates that because they gave us those stupid sleeves that burn your skin. 
They burned your skin? No, they, my kids didn't like them. They was like, this feels wrong. <laughs> she just took them off. Oh, man. Oh. I was really hoping they, I was really hoping that was a real story. I'd be like, God damn it, Nintendo, test your shit. I, was like, I wore one to uh, get my sp- copy of Splatoon 2, and everybody in the stores come up like, man, sweet sleeve. Sweet sleeve. I'm like, yeah, it should have been an invented video game. Right? Yeah, hey, have you ever played this game? Because you wouldn't think it's sweet. Yeah. Okay? You want it? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the best <laughs> That's part it, of ours. <laughs> That's <laughs> the theme song. 100%. <laughs> that was actually better than the theme song. Uh, thank yep. you. Thank you. So anyways, we had a really good time. We wanted to you know, mention that. If you, if you missed it, then keep an eye on um, Michigan Science Center's website for their After Dark event. They have them, um, you know, they have different types of events throughout the year. And I think vintage video games will probably show up early 2018 again. They try to do it twice a year or so. I'm going to guess February. Don't quote me on that, but I'm guessing. Last time February. was January, so we'll see. Maybe they'll push it a little bit more. We'll see. But yeah, so I mean, that's what we've been up to. You can always let us know what you're, what's going on with you, what games you're playing, all that stuff. Just join the Discord. Go to motorcgaming.com. Right on the homepage, you're going to see a button that says MCG Discord. Click on it. It's free. You can come hang out, talk video games every day. There's a ton of us in there from all over the world, and we have a good time just nerding out. So, I have, to, oh, I have a quick shout-out. Uh, the Everling in Twitch chat said that his corgi, or her corgi, sorry, uh, also barked as soon as you said arms. And it was weird because they had headphones on listening to the show. Oh, I think this is Panda. I think the Corgi's name is Panda. Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I just realized who the Everling is. Got uh, it. Yeah, I, I, all Corgis hate arms because they have, pe- <laughs> because they have peg legs and they have disabilities. Beca- so, of course, when they see that game, they just get angry. They don't have spring arms. They just wish they did. They can get all the, all the food off the counters. Anyways, enough about fat Corgis that never stop eating. <clears throat> we do have something special to do today that, uh, I don't know, I, have we ever... We may have, like, we're so many episodes in, we might yeah, have twice. done something like this, but I don't know if we've ever, like, I've drawn the winners. Twice. Just now. Just now, I drew the winners. Is for it the me? 1K it- Instagram follower giveaway. Is it me? So I can replace this keyboard? It is not you, yeah. I already gave you a nice keyboard, you spilled beer all over it, so I gave you back that keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to do that with every keyboard. <laughs> yeah, so, that's why you get the cheapo $10 no, keyboard. Because cheapo $10 keyboards will break when you spear, spill beer on them. Nice keyboards have a slighter <laughs> chance of surviving. Right, so. yeah, I cooked, I took that keyboard away from you. Grim, you, get, you have to invest in your people. No, <laughs> no I'll is, invest in the right people. This is a Logitech keyboard because we're hoping it'll make you smarter. Mm, what brand is that one? Which one? The one we're giving away to me. <laughs> First of all, your name's not on this list. Second of all, it's a Logitech keyboard, so it's no different than yours. So I need it to make me smarter. No, it's no different than yours. You it's, already have one. It's in a blue box. This wasn't in a box when it was given to me. It was in a blue box, I, I promise you. Okay, I like it now. All right, good. Plus, get, plus, plus a keyboard making you smarter. You got high hopes. All right. I, I can't read. I don't even know what I'm doing with a keyboard. Let's be honest. Dad, don't you feel like they're just demoting us from... Doing our jobs properly. I mean, I got my monitors taken away. You're getting your keyboards taken away. We've realized that we could replace you with robotics. Cable, <laughs> Cable, you have the most advanced computer in this entire room. In fact, I built it from scratch for myself and then gave it to you. Cable, yeah, my yeah. computer has Windows 8. Don't for a single <laughs> yeah. second try to compare your struggles to the blight that's on my life. I have a gateway monitor. No, this computer rebooted in the middle of a show to install updates because Windows 8 did things like that. You're like, no, do not install updates. And five minutes later, it's like, 
restarting install updates. And we had to wait like 40 minutes for the computer to boot up to finish the show. But we moved your monitor closer by an inch and an eighth. That got- monitor is closer. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I have it pretty good. Like, we could, we could actually move it. Onto the other side of the table, and it would then still be closer to my eyes. Can't but do I, that. Yeah, no, can't, can't do that because then then it's in the shot. Oh, okay. Trust me, I tried. Okay, well, I have literally found tried. the perfect spot for you. That is the closest it can get. He actually asked me if form. I could mount it into the tabletop for you. Yeah, and then Jazz was like, "I'm lazy. I don't want to do that." Yeah. Uh, plus, I don't like dead eye. Sure. He said. Sure. All right. Anyways, we drew the winners. <laughs> the winners have been have been selected. I'm gonna say their names right now, but we are gonna reach out to them. So you know, if uh, if for some reason they don't contact us within a couple days, we'll we'll redraw for that particular prize. But I'm not gonna give out their full names. But I just I want to start with the swag bag. So we're gonna start from third place up. Swag bag, which is gonna get you some MCG gear and some exclusive gear that we brought back from PAX convention. Some stuff that you can't buy at the store. Some stuff that's pretty cool, and I think you're going to like it. It's a broken clock in all of its gears. And I love this name. I love this name. Congratulations to the winner of the swag bag, Geek Fart. Geek Fart wins it. Give him the horns. I'm saving the horns for the grand prize. (laughs) That's right, yeah. Horns don't get third. Jazzy, don't act like for a second you can tell me how to push the buttons. All right, next up, we got a $25 gift card from Best Buy. And the winner for that one is Kate. Kate from Florida. Congratulations. We will reach out to you and uh, get you your gift card. And then lastly. Florida, the home of Flow Ride. Lastly, can I get some. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Did you never spell Florida? I, I, yeah, every time. When, when we drew the names and I saw, the, saw someone was from Florida, I knew that that was going to happen. All right, so can I get some. Uh, I know you want to do the horns, but can I get some like music, like maybe Street Fighter 4? Can we get some Owl City? It's always a good time. <laughs> if you ever cue Owl City onto that keyboard, I will break Hold it on. over your head. We have to give a it shout out. It might be out. worth the bludgeoning. We have to give a shout out to the glitch. Because no. he was at no, Vintage Video Games. No, he doesn't get a shout games. out for this. <laughs> yes, he does. He doesn't he get does. a shout out for this. We're at Vintage no. Video Games, and we're outside no. packing up the car, and he drives by blasting that song. <laughs> good morning and good night. He didn't, he didn't just drive by. He went out of his way to loop around oh, yeah. the driveway. I'm pretty sure he was parked around the block. He was. And he came through just so he could play that. He's like, hey, Graham. And then I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? And then he cranks his radio, and I was like... Man, we we used to be friends. We used to be friends. Oh, 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 oh. That microphone, <laughs> that might be the last time that microphone isn't shoved up your ass. I just want you to know that. That's why I've been on the show for so long. I was waiting for the day you'd sodomize me with my own mic. <laughs> it's going to happen real quick. I hate this song, and you know it. I don't hate the band. It's not It's not the band's fault. I don't think there's... It's a local, fa- <sighs> local learning facility's fault. Educational institution. I don't want to call it that. It doesn't deserve that. I don't think anyone builds suspense in such an entertaining way as we do. I, I agree, and it's gonna. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> the grand prize winner with some. Yeah, there we go. Here's some real music. Get hyped. We got Logitech G810 keyboard going the to the. Get out I the will. Screen. I will. When I say the name. Congratulations from Lapeer, Michigan, Spencer. It's kind of see-through. Look at No, it's not. There we go. Woo! That's right. Spencer, Lapeer, Michigan. You won a GA10 Orion Spectrum. It's a badass keyboard. 
We'll get in touch with you here. We'll yeah. get it shipped out to you. Thanks so much for everyone. I think we had something like 250 entries. So thanks, everybody, to uh, in this short week that we had where we launched this contest. Um, I, I apologize for all the all the people that like from like Portugal and Spain and, and everywhere. Um, in the description, we said it was U.S. only. Those so. are all my fake accounts, yeah. so I didn't follow the rules. Uh, you didn't, yeah. Well, we can't read, so that would be that makes sense. I was like, I'll be from Portugal. They'll never know it's me. We will be having some international stuff coming up, but this was this was a, uh, a U.S. only type deal, and uh, those are our winners. So we'll get in touch with you, and if you're watching the show, congratulations. So, yeah. It's always a good time. Yeah. Shout out to, to, <laughs> shout out to Joel, who also joined our, twi- our Twitch giveaway of Splatoon oh, yeah. 2. yeah. So last uh, Saturday, we gave away a copy of Splatoon 2. That's why you want to be following us on Twitch.tv Gamezilla Podcast because we like to give back to our community. And when we end up with extra copies or some swag that's sent to us from the, you know, from com- some companies, we like to give it away. We don't, we, we can't, I don't have room for all of it. You don't have room for all of it. And Jazzy, we just don't like giving him anything. So it's different. Are we talking you know? about Joey? Yeah, Joey, a.k.a. Joel. What a jerk. Yeah, I know. Come on. We already played that joke out, man. He didn't seem very happy that we couldn't read his name. And Ethan's feelings are hurt because you're mocking him. Yeah. Illiteracy is a serious issue here in the United States, specifically in Missouri. Shout out to Missouri having the lowest (laughs) literacy rate in the country. Shout out to all of our (laughs) listeners in Missouri. The fact that you know that right now. Because illiteracy is a serious thing for me. I have a disability. He's like, shout out to all our yeah, I, fans I, from Missouri. Yeah, I took Missouri. it nice and slow, yeah. Oh, no, it's not Missouri. It's Mississippi, I think. My bad. Say again. Yeah. Shout out Mississippi. I would have had to read the study, so. <laughs> I would have had to be able to read the study to know what the state of All right, well, again, congrats to the winners of the 1,000 followers on Instagram. We will be doing more of these as we hit our goals on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So make sure you're following us so you can be part of these events when we have them with that being said jazzy how can people get more involved with motor city gaming and gamezilla well they can influence the show and get early access to gamezilla alpha by supporting us on patreon.com slash gamezilla podcast like uh our supporter the glitch who sent a question and it says will nintendo ever release their games on pc how crazy would crossplay? How, how crazy would crossplay be with Splatoon 2? It'll probably never happen, but that is my opinion. Keep it glitchy, the glitch. Uh, the only way Nintendo will release games on the PC is if they Sega themselves and go third party, and I just don't think that's anywhere in the future with the success of the Switch. They're they're alive and well. They're more wealthy than Sony at this point again, and they're about. <laughs> I just wanted to look at you, okay? You got a pretty face. And I wanted to sit there and say Nintendo's more wealthy Sony. than Sony. First of all, Cable, they're more wealthy than Sony, but l- let's also remember one thing. Sony likes to just shit money away in all of its other avenues. The only success- they got so much. The only successful avenue they have is video games. They can't make a good movie. They don't make good computers. They can't make a good camera anymore half the time. So, I mean, like, yeah, they're just crapping themselves. But they have PlayStation to keep them afloat. Dude, my Sony Ericsson is lit. <laughs> 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 man, good call. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I like my disc man too, but you know, you don't see me. My mini disc. That's right. I, that's right. I still rock mini discs. Okay. 
I know you guys are clowning, but you know I own a mini disc player and recorder. <laughs> why are you guys? Why is that? Like, why are you guys going in on me? Because I, I still. We know that cables, Mike. I had to take out of my package, my my case that had my mini disc recorder. Hundred percent. Yeah. I can't back Sony because they made those fucking baby elephant weighted TVs that I had to move this weekend. First of all, those are old, and you should not blame them because every TV weighed that much back. No. Then. Yes. No. Good ones. Listen, I did not. Good need, TVs. They're no. full of lead. That's. Why yeah. they're good? <laughs> yeah. I feel like they probably are. Let's just say we might have a new retro setup for some people to enjoy at Nerd Barbecue, and lead poisoning. Well, that yeah, that's a bonus. Well, that's every Nerd Barbecue. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, Nintendo came to mobile. Make sure you come. <laughs> Nintendo came to mobile because mobile is the most successful platform out there right now. Like, there's just everybody has a phone in their hand. I don't see them going to PC in the sense that it's just, you know, yes, Steam is successful, and yes, we can sit there and call PC the master race of gaming, but in the end, a giant tower or even a laptop has kind of lost its... It's not, they're not at their peak anymore. They're, they're at their, you know, because of a tablet being so easy and a phone being so easy, PCs are kind of fading, and, and you know, there's a reason why... HP or not HP Sony sold off their their laptop line and other companies have bailed out of computer making because there's just they don't see a future in it with the way things are going. So I don't think Nintendo's going to make that call when they can't even seem to make a decision that's smart enough for themselves like I don't know virtual console or proper proper chat system or like yeah, I don't see them gambling and going into a, into an yeah. avenue like that. Plus, if they did it, they would they would really Nintendo it and say like, "Hey, you could play this game on PC, thirteen days out of the year." <laughs> right. Yeah. <exactly. laughs> one hour. Yeah. Here's your Just one hour block me. per month <laughs> right. of Mario. <laughs> yeah. No. On the it, winter solstice. It's not gonna happen. You can only play during <laughs> various. Celestial yes. <laughs> stages of the moon. Yeah, stages yeah. of the moon. If, if it's not a waning crescent, you're not playing. Zelda. Oh goodness! Well, thanks for the question, glitch. I also have one from Brick Bitch. That's right. She came back and wanted to. Man, it's been a while. Spread her joy into our lives. Oh, okay. I don't like how you talk to my wife like that. That's weird. Don't don't, do wor- that. don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, recently, I downloaded Dark Dreams Don't Die. From my Xbox Game Pass, and I'm really enjoying it. But it's the weirdest game I've ever played. What is the weirdest good game, or game you have enjoyed that you have played? And what is the weirdest bad game that you have played? Okay, so I watched this game partially, and I can tell you, <laughs> it's one of the most fucked up games I've ever seen in my life. When I first turned to the TV and saw anything. There was a human female that was dressed up like a cat, like drinking milk, full-size human, like hunched over drinking milk out of a bowl and then like meowing and then jumping around the house. And like the the main character that you're playing is like talking to her. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, what are you, what exactly, we call her Brick Bitch, but her, her real name's Jade. I'm like, Jade, what the hell are you playing? She's like, well, I got I got Game Pass, which I forgot that she signed up for the Xbox Game Pass, which is like PlayStation Now. It gives you a bunch of games, and you can play them as long as you pay your subscription. And I'm like, right, but what the hell's going on? She's like, oh, well, I think that's a cat. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I got shot in the head, and so now everything's weird. And I think I just think that the cat's a human, but really it's like just a cat. But, it, but to you, it looks like a human. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
And then all of a sudden she's on an airplane and threatening a U.S. marshal with a ballpoint pen. And then it changes to a doctor sitting in the in the hallway of the airplane, cutting the air, but like but like cuts are opening up on his face. And then it changes back to where he's laying on the floor, being licked in the face by the Catwoman again, in his house. And I'm like, I'm not sure. This is what is this? <laughs> Acid, yeah, it? and it's so weird that of course she keeps playing it because that's what she does. She she enjoys these types of games. But if I'm going to answer a question, I'm going to simply say one that I enjoyed that was one of the weirdest games that I can remember is Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness actually it actually got me. Like like there's a you lose your sanity, right? Like and and so weird things start happening. Well, back when that game came out, you're on tube TV still, and like flies like. Like, think about a fly landing on your TV and walking across it. I went up and smacked my TV because I thought the fly was on it. Like, like that's how bad it got me. And then I go, I'm like, oh, my, oh my God, this is in the game. And I left the room, and the fly was gone. And I went back in the room, and then my TV was upside down. Like, it actually, it actually like inverted my TV, and the whole shit was upside down, and my controls were backwards. And I left the room, and I came back, and it was normal. And I was like... What the hell? And then as you oh, continue geez. on, as you continue on this game, it gets worse and worse. Like there's a point where like it starts to break up and like it m- tries to act like your TV's dying, like your TV's just crapping out. Like really, really cool, but uh, but a really weird game that just tries to mess with you. Man, I don't know if I could top either of those because I haven't played a game that's like super crazy like that. I would say a game that surprised me where I thought it was going to be something completely Playboy different. Playboy Mansion, we know, was uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, he's a little squirrel. This is gonna be like a cute little like platformer <laughs> like type of game, and no, that 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 squirrel's fucked up. Yeah, okay? it's a great game. Dark. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun playing it, but it was just weird because it's like you see this cute little like squirrel creature, and it's like you wouldn't expect him to say half the shit he does, and oh, it's yeah. great. Jaws Unleashed. Cable, what do you Whoa, got? Whoa, Jaws Unleashed. <laughs> we don't have to down my game every week. No, uh, yeah, a, we do. A, a game that I jokingly hype up that is weird and actually pretty not good, even though I've had a couple fun times playing it, <laughs> Star Walls. <laughs> it was free. It was free like three yes. or four months ago. Oh, and, my goodness. Okay, like, Al and I have played it. We, we've done some, like, three-player on it. it it's You get a laugh playing the multiplayer, and you're, like, these narwhals that are flying, like, flying through these mazes, and you got to try and stab the other narwhals in the heart, and uh, it's... Why... I don't know. I don't know why it exists. And the fun is only limited to playing it with other people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But who thought, like, I'm going to make this game where you're a narwhal and you have to murder everyone? I'll tell you who, because we met them at PAX. No way. You met them. And you didn't get their autograph? No, but we got to play their new game. Is it? Thousand Foot Robot Pizza Delivery. Oh, you remember yeah. I was telling you about yeah. this? And then when you deliver the pizza, you would like shoot your arm. You punch and, like, through the front of their house. You, no, you have to, yeah, yeah, it like flies, and you have to, and you have to like when you punch into the house, you have to like line it up and perfectly like hit the way they want you to. Otherwise, you don't get as good of a tip. And the pizza, del- and the pizza shop is literally in the chest of the robot. Oh, another game that's like really <laughs> dumb and really bad. Uh, Shitsumi, remember that one where you're the fish? Like it's like the side-scrolling shooter, and you're the fish. Oh yeah, yeah. That w- it oh! was awful. What What am I doing? I had a one that is really a terrible game, but I played it, and it was weird. Seaman. Oh, Seaman <laughs> for the Sega Dreamcast 
was it is is one of the most fucked up games I've ever played. It's like Tamagotchi on drugs. And the good news is they're talking about making a new Seaman game. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually good news, but for me, I'm kind of like, you know, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. Sure. Sure, Sega. Seaman in VR. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Seaman was just this weird, like, creepy, like, old dude's face on a frog or a tadpole. And then it grew into a frog and it learned from you because you had a microphone oh, attached. Fish. It, it eventually turns into a fish. Oh. It evolves. Yeah, it goes through stages yeah. as it grows up. And then um, it... <laughs> it's teaching yeah. you. And you have a microphone. Reproduction. You have a microphone attached to your Sega Dreamcast controller and it actually can learn words. So, like, of course, I was, I was a kid, so I'm, like, teaching it all sorts of, you know, curse words and everything like that. But I... Um, I'll never forget, like, I put a bunch of time into this game, and then one day, he's, you know, a frog, he's a land frog at this point, the water's out of the tank, and the back of the tank just falls down, and he looks at you, he's like, well, see ya, and just hops off and leaves, and that's the end of the game, and then you just have to hatch a new one and do it all over again, and I was like, wait, what? He just bailed on me, man, <laughs> he just bailed. I have abandonment issues from that game. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, don't leave me like my frog did. <laughs> it's like, that frog wasn't real. It's like, it felt real. He was real to me, damn it. He was real to me. I even named him. <laughs> what, what was I? his name? You gave him a name. Well, I, I, don't, I actually don't remember his name. No wonder he left me. <laughs> man, forget that frog. His name was C-Man, okay? <laughs> Gable, man. do you have an answer to this? Uh, well, it had to be Little Nightmare. Oh, you just played that? Yeah, yeah. That game was very, very trippy. Like I watched you play a lot of that. The game was was creepy as hell. And the dude with the long arms, like no legs, and he was just freaking creepy. Can give his own self a reach around. I, why I, is that what you think about? <laughs> why is that the first thing you think about I when you know that? <laughs> I know why that's why. why I know why you know because you you're a sociopath. You could. Cable's got an cable's got a, a wingspan on him. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now nah, I get where you're going. Yeah, <laughs> you slim up and you're gonna be high, you're gonna be made. No, it was I was in the middle of the stream when I was I was playing it for everybody. And that the glitch did. was in the stream with me. He was just he was going back and forth. He was like, "What's what's this dude?" And I just looked at him. I was like, "Dude, he can give his own self a reach around. That's that's <laughs> fucked up." I want to let everybody know <sighs> that's watching live and listening to us that. Cable just paused there so he could attempt to give himself a reach around. Yeah, he did. He tried. He's like, how far can I go? I can neither confirm nor deny. I also like, I also like that Jazzy's like, I want everybody to know that's watching live and listening to us. So, a.k.a. if you're enjoying Gamezilla at all, he wants you to know this. I, I'd, like people, I'd like people to know who are going to read the blog recap that a fan writes that's fan fiction sometime in the distant future that Cable tried to give himself a reach around just now. <laughs> I'm going to write a blog about it. <laughs> and then it's going to become fan fiction. Gamezilla fan fiction. It's serious Zilla activity. Uh, oh, yeah. It's heavy-duty Zilla activity. <laughs> with Super Zilla. With that being said, thank you for the question, Brick Bitch. Before we get into the news, we have some some breaking, breaking local news. MCG Gamezilla news. There was a time that we had an intro that was horrible. And by horrible, I mean Jazzy wrote it. I wish I would have queued up the recording of it. 
<laughs> no, Jazzy wrote this this like story. He wanted to tell this story, and it, and he was trying, and he was getting very epic with it. And it, and it, and it, like I saw where he was going with it, but there was a part of it that I never, <laughs> 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 that I have created I, an epidemic that I never that I never understood, and it, and I could, and I was that I was that person like I don't want to hurt his feelings, but what the hell is Zilla activity? What the hell is Zilla activity? So, not you know. Sh- long story short, we cut the intro. Right? We're like, dude, we can't do it. We're just g- we're gonna have our intro intro that Ethan makes, and then we're gonna go weak. right in the show. I remember Grim being like, "Did you read what Jazzy wrote?" And I'm like, "Dude, what does he mean by Zilla activity? <laughs> like, cut well, that, and everything else is fine." Breaking news: Gets We the know. Going. We now know what Zilla activity is. We now have a definition. It, it was born it is, this weekend. It is a thing. Zilla activity is real, and here it is. It's when you wear this hat. With a new, brand new GameZilla logo. And you do really stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> because over the weekend, I was getting a lot of Snapchats and random videos sent to me from Sci-Fi AJ and Deadeye himself. And I, <laughs> I don't even know why it happened, but I go... I pitched it to you, and I was like, "Zilla activity," and it just you just you just took it and ran with it. Sci-fi was pushing it real hard. Like we're <laughs> out at the bar. I didn't even know if you would if you would like catch it because you were slightly drunk. Yeah. slightly. I, I had enjoyed a couple cold ones. Couple one twos. Couple but, one two cold ones. <laughs> but, but anyways, I then received about twenty snaps that very night of just Zilla activity going off. And I was like, there it is. Zilla activity has finally been been defined. It is when you have the hat, the brand new hat, which is going to be, we are going to be bringing it to the website here. We brought it to After Dark. These are the the prototypes uh, because they made invisible tops. No no hat? Oh, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this, okay? So it's just like... Whoop! <laughs> Invisible hat. Yeah. So, anybody that picked these up at After Dark, they knew these were the prototypes. They knew they weren't the exact uh, build that we wanted, but we kept them anyways. And they because because they're ten of them, and that's it. We're not going to have any more like this. They I needed ten, like ten, 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 was, ten, oh, yeah. ten. Anyways, um, they they uh. <laughs> I don't know. I had a jazzy moment, okay? <laughs> Normally when people do 10, they just hold up their hands like this. No. So that you can count 10. Yeah. It's He's like, like 10 was a legend. It's an alleged 10. We had 10 of them. Yeah, I with mean. With the finger quotes. Right. We kind of had 10 of them. Fake but news. Anyways, they sold out super fast because people wanted them. So yeah, um, when we get them live, Zilla activity is when you wear this hat and you go out and you do some crazy shit. And I mean. Try to keep. I'm saying legal. Like, don't go do illegal things and then be like it was Zilla activity and blame it on us. Like that'll never float in in court. We checked already. We called the lawyer. But <laughs> I was just lawyer. I was just really pro. I was like it was like a it was like an amazing moment. I was like, oh my god, I have to tell Jazzy. So how did I tell Jazzy? We were down. We were down working in the studio, and and I just grabbed the phone and I'm like, like just scrolling around to send to Ethan and them um, about what we're doing to the studio. And I'm just screaming Zilla activity as I spin in a circle. And yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how um, Jazzy realized that we were kind of mocking him, but at the same time, we had found a, we had found out what Zilla activity is, meaning 
We officially can bring it back, Jazzy. We officially can bring it back. Okay, well, I like how I create fucking magic. <laughs> fucking magic. And they're like, this is fucking stupid. I don't know what it means. I, oh, let's throw it out. And then fucking doofus over here gets drunk in a bar and they bring it back as some like crazy new unique thing. List. Right, because it's better than yours ever was. We I hate you guys I right now. I polished your turd into being a brick of gold. That's really what this is. Talk so about remember, DBC, remember, son of a bitch. Hashtag Zilla activities. Send in your Snapchats. Send in your tweets. Let's see that Zilla activity. Even if you don't have a hat, you can grab a Sharpie and, uh, I don't know, write it on your forehead. <laughs> Let's see that Zilla activity. Shout out to Mitchie Mitch, one of our patrons in, in the active chat right now, saying that he's patiently waiting for his hat. And, and I told you the second wave, we're going we're gonna to get y'all taken care of. Pro Bro Games wants, wants a t-shirt. And, and uh, I thought you got him a shirt. Am I crazy, Jazzy? You're looking at you, not me. <laughs> this was all him. No, you had him a shirt, remember? I thought you delivered shirts to him. To Pearl Bro? Yeah. I don't I've delivered so many shirts in my day. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna have we're gonna have to get get everybody hooked up. Jazzy dropped the ball again. That's all good. We'll get him a nerve barbecue yeah. shirt. That was some Are we fucking Zilla activity. Don't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, we're, let's get into talking about our sponsor because we got a lot of news to cover today as but well. But before we do that, we're going to tell Ethan to shut up. I will up. talk louder than you. No one cares how loud you get. We all know you're loud. You're the loudest person I've ever seen. I know. I'm, a, I'm like Loud Howard from uh, Dilbert. <laughs> the, the, time, the, the, the time that you weren't at work, the, the, the week you were gone or whatever, it was the quietest that building has been in a year. It was very very nice for everybody. No, it was actually kind of not nice. I kind of actually realized, damn it, I miss it. Uh, yeah. I'm a missable person. Yeah, but can we just talk about the sponsor already? What are you oh, doing? Oh, if, if, if I may. Yeah. DetroitBeardCollective.com. It's the greatest website of all websites for purchasing facial hair care products. DetroitBeardCollective.com has your hookup for uh, beard elixirs, beard butters, beard shampoos. Get it all put together. Choose all the scents you want. Get it in a beard crate and have it delivered to your home by providing your address and some monetary compensation. Compensation is not a word, but comp... I don't know the word now. <laughs> compensation. <laughs> compensation. It's beyond me. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the checkout code MCGAMING and save. 20% orders, $25 or more. That's MC Gaming at checkout at DetroitBeardCollective.com. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right. This week in news, we got some we got some big topics here. Uh, first, I wanted to start with Xbox One X pre-orders will open soon, says Xbox boss. Yay! Yeah, so we've all been wondering because they announced the new Xbox at E3, and it was just kind of odd that we had all of this, you know, all these issues, or, or sorry, all this quietness, this this just lack of information about this new Cable. system. Sorry. Anyways, back to the news. Xbox One X pre-orders will open soon, says Xbox boss Phil Spencer. The plan is set. All approvals are done. So now just landing the announcement with all the info won't be too much longer. So this was something that was starting to get confusing because usually when something like this launches, like the PS4, the Xbox One, back it was like E3 hit, and then before you knew it, you had... 
a, I don't know, a week later, maybe, you could put your pre-orders in. Or, sorry, X, PS4, I put my pre-order in the day after. Or the night of. Something Switch, like that. Switch, it was night of. PS4 Pro was the day after. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, it was weird that we just had heard nothing. Well, Phil came out and said, hey, it's not far away. The system launches November this year. So, you know, if you're looking to get your pre-order and it's supposed to be coming out soon, stay tuned. A great way to, you know, Phil is really good at communicating with the fan base via Twitter. So he has his own, you know, his own Xbox P3, at Xbox P3. And that's where you can really get the uh, all the updated news on what's going on from the head of Xbox. So. Because I want to pre-order one. I'm just waiting to be able to put down some money. All right, now let's talk about another mess. Another thing that's been going so well. The hunt for the SNES Classic is already a mess. Oh, Nintendo surprise. <laughs> well, this one maybe we don't blame Nintendo as much. This one we might blame your direct competitor, Jazzy. Grimlock? Nope, Walmart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, something happened. Walmart decided to put up pre-orders out of nowhere. The pre-orders went up, and it was it was late at night, early morning, whatever you want to call it. But they sold out crazy fast, right? Um, the issue is, is that everyone was pissed because they didn't make any announcement. They just all of a sudden it went up live and an odd hour of the day, and they sold out. And then people were pissed, right? They're like, I was asleep, I was this, I was that, whatever. And everyone was super mad. And they're like, oh, here it is. This is the start of the next mess. This is the start of the next, you know, issue with Nintendo. Then the next morning came and it got better. Because everyone that pre-ordered one got their order canceled by Walmart. Because, and this is the communication from Walmart, was that, oh, our bad. That pre-order going live was... Uh, an incorrect posting. Our bad. So someone at a random hour of the night, and again, like even if you're in California or whatever, it still was an obnoxious hour of, of, of posting a pre-order like this, was, uh, was an accident and wasn't supposed to happen, and everybody's order was canceled with a, I'm sorry, email. You still can't pre-order one. But don't worry, because Target came out and said, pre-orders are coming soon. And that's all they said. That's right. So we did it right. Yeah. This is, man, we can already tell. We can already tell that this is going to be as bad, if not worse, than the NES Classic. And it's, and it, honestly, just thinking about it, like, it stresses me out. I'm just like, I'm almost, I'm at that point where I'm like, I'm just going to do what I did with the NES and just sit back, not try to get one. And if one falls in my lap, because. You know, somebody gets two or somebody doesn't want theirs, then I'll jump on it. But I'm not going to go pay outrageous amounts of money for it. And this this crazy rush off of, like, fabricated, you know, limited runs of these things are just, it's just getting old to me. It's, it's, not, it's not a good trick. It's not a good look for Nintendo, in my opinion. I don't think this, I don't think Nintendo looks good on this. It's just like, hey... We know you're limiting the, the, the numbers. You, we know you're trying to make it a rare item. There you go. You like that? That's, that's a more appropriate Thank use you. of air quotes. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. And, um, you know, overall, I'm just kind of sick of it. Like, 
it's one thing when you release a brand new system like the Switch, and you know, I still think it's kind of ridiculous that you didn't expect the the you know demand for this brand new system that has gotten that got really good out the gate reviews. But at least like that, the the limit of those systems was like, yeah, you were going to deliver two million, and then last second you were like, oh my god. We need to deliver more, and you generated another seven hundred and fifty thousand systems. Like you tried to, these little classic systems. I just feel like it's it's just a joke. Like if you wanted to, if you wanted to manufacture ten million of these things, why couldn't you? Because I could walk into any store and sit there and look at Raspberry Pis and sit there and look at all these little boxes. They're basically what your system is, and with a three D printed casing around it, and you know, and there it is. So like, the, I hate that you're going to disappoint so many people and then there's nothing set in place for pre-ordering there's nothing set in place to try to and you're never going to eliminate it completely but to try to restrict the resellers restrict the just people that have no intention of ever even opening the box it's like they get the pre-order and before they even get the physical box it's on ebay like this 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 yeah, you this, can't stop yeah. that though. I mean, you can't. But like, I don't know. If I was a store, and this and this is again, this isn't good business. But like, I'm thinking of it from a customer standpoint. Oh, you want to pre-order it? That's fine. I got this many pre-orders, and guess what? You got to come into the store physically to pre-order it. It's not going online. It's not doing this. Like, you're not getting any of those options. If you want it, come into the store, pre-order it. Like, and then honestly, eBay needs to step up and say, hey. If you post something for to sell it and you don't have and you don't own it yet, it's getting pulled down. And they've done that in the past. But it's like it's hit and miss. It's like, oh, I'm gonna do it for this, but I'm not gonna do it for that. And it just creates this stupid, like messy, you know, environment and community for people that all they want to do is get this system, enjoy it with their kids. We grew up with these games, I wanna show my kids, things like that. It's the same the same story we've heard with the NES classic. So Yeah. The day the classic launched, I convinced my mother to wake up early and stand in line to try to get one for me. And she was the first person in line that didn't get one. Everyone ahead of her got one. And I still feel so bad about it. I Like, I'll never do that to her again. Because, I mean, I couldn't physically get it because I was at work. So, man, if, if I ever, like, have to get her up that early, I'll just have her, like, bring me a coffee or something. I just won't put her through that hot mess yeah. again. It was just a disaster. But I just so for me too. Like I think the I think the industry is failing miserably because like Walmart made this mistake. Okay, it was a mistake. They canceled the orders. People are upset. It is what it is, right? But then right after Target decides to tweet that <laughs> their pre-orders will be available sometime in the near future. Like this, th- that's not. <laughs> you're creating buzz. I get it. But it's shitty buzz. Now you have all these people that that are craving this item on high alert and, and anxiety and anxiety is at a high and everybody's tense because they're just like, when? When? Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Is it the day after that? And and I'm I'm sure, guess what? I'm sure I can sit there and, and even ask Jazzy, be like, how many phone calls per day do you think come into to a Target store? And uh, be like, are, are pre-orders up yet? Are pre-orders up yet? Can I pre-order it yet? Can I pre-order it? Like, you know what you should have done? Like, Target is, A, if you don't know, then don't post anything, right? If you don't have a date. B, if you wanted to be the better retailer, you would have came out and said, pre-orders are, are coming up September 3rd. Be ready. 
Yeah, but they don't. We that, can't. Their we can't. overall goal for that whole t- tweet was not to. They didn't care about like the buzz and all that stuff. They care about taking people that were originally going to shop at Walmart and now make them shop there. Yeah, but if I tell you that you can pre-order this on the third, or you can pre-order this in the near future, don't you look like a better retailer if you give me a solid date and you say, "Hey, just get ready. I can't guarantee this for everybody, but we will start pre-orders on September third. No one else has given you a date. We have. Do they know the date?" I said, and that's what I said before. I said, maybe they don't. And if they don't, don't be an asshat like this and say, in the nah. near future. No. Nah. Don't be in the near future. Yeah. And get they're, everybody they're just swarming. in those sales. They're guaranteeing more disappointment. A honeycomb of trust in their company to deliver them a product in the near future. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, so there you go. The SNES is already a mess, which is what we were concerned about from the announcement is how how bad was this going to be handled, and it's looking like it's going down the same road. Next topic, Sonic Mania's secret areas are based on Sonic CD. So this is pretty cool. Sonic Sonic Mania is a 2D old-school Sonic game, but the but the secret areas are going to be 3D-based, like based off Sonic CD. And they, and they showed some... Uh, some screenshots of this at San Diego Comic-Con. And it looks really cool. It, it feels like Sonic CD, but it feels like a a rehash, you know, but but it's the same idea, but it looks cooler. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've played Sonic Mania. It is a lot of fun. It is definitely old school Sonic. And the fact that now we know that this, that the, you know, like typical Sonic, there's secret levels and things that you can unlock. And that, and, and we saw some, some video, some video of the actual secret areas. It looks cool. It, it, uh, it's inspired by the, by Saturn and CD and, uh, to, to hunt for the chaos emeralds, basically when you're teleporting into those realms or whatever. So pretty cool. Not going to waste a whole lot of time on it, but thought it was neat. Next topic is also something short and sweet, but Dying Light is a game that's been out for a while. Quite a while. But the creators are going to be um, giving out 10 free DLC drops in the next year. So over the next 12 months, they're going to be giving out 10 free DLCs. So I thought this was cool because you're talking about a game that came out in 2015. Right. And they're still supporting it, and that's what's really neat. And um, the, the DLC will be free across all platforms, and it'll include new enemies, new events, and uh, new mysteries, and more. Ooh. So, uh, for, Man, they shouldn't have said and more. It's creating f- fake hype. No, because they're going to deliver the DLC, Jazzy. <laughs> Just saying. Could be free, but now I'm all hyped for something that might not you know, be here when I want it to be. Yeah, it's called Destiny 2. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Anyways, here's a game again. 2015. It, uh, it it was it was very popular. Uh, someone one of our local teammates, Chops, loves this game. It's one of his favorite games. Uh, I played I played the game with him when it first came out, but he just like kept playing when I kind of moved on to something else. And, and this is it's just cool. I like seeing companies like The Witcher or Splatoon, even you know that they just continue to feed DLC into a game, no matter if it's aging or not. They're still making sure that it has Support and that's sure. that's awesome. Keyword is free DLC though, makes it even better. <laughs> that's true, but not everything can be free. I get oh, that. Oh yeah, you no, know? I, I understand. Like yeah. Witcher, like Witcher had had additional pay for DLC, and they gave you free DLC. It was a mix, right? But um, you know, 
I think this, like, they know that they can't really release any major DLC and, and make a considerable amount of money off of it because of the age of the game. Yeah. But I think the fact that you can get people to play your game is pretty cool, and then maybe you make a deal with PlayStation Now, or you make a deal with Jump, or you make a deal with right, with one of those companies, and because of it, you're still generating revenue based off of playtime. You know? So, interesting. It's just a, it's, a, it's, it's cool to see. I like I like. I like support. When you said jump, I instantly went anime. Showpin oh, jump. jump is the new the new service for. Um, it's for indie games, but I was using it as an example for video game streaming, basically. I was like, oh, anime. Yeah, monthly subscription, getting gaming. You know, same as Xbox Pass and same as PlayStation Now. Listen to two weeks ago's Gamezilla Alpha. Yeah, where we that was our big topic. Subscribe on iTunes. Man, nice plug. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's one of our big topics of the day. Pokemon Go Fest. Oh, this is a shit show. Yeah, Pokemon <laughs> Go! It's a game people play! So everyone everyone that, that's been paying attention to Pokemon Go knows there's been some, there was some big news that came around here just recently. But, but the, the big thing was the Pokemon Go Fest, which was going to be in Grant Park, Chicago, uh, was derailed by ongoing server issues and other problems throughout the event. So... Oh, man, how do I, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep this under control here because I know Jazzy wants to lose his mind on it. But my let's just put it this way: you had a giant event that was supposed to release the first ever legendary Pokemon. Am I correct so far? Correct. And you you marketed it out to the world to the point where you had people from Australia traveling to Chicago to be part of this event. Correct. Then. Your servers crashed because there were so many people you could not support your own event. At which point you cancel the event and you say you're sorry. You refund them the cost of the event only and you issue them a $100 in-game credit. That's right. You get $100 of coins. Worth of Pika coins. In-game. Your hotel, sorry. Your flight, sorry. Any other cost of getting there, sorry. What the fuck is Niantic doing? How? How do you... How do you fuck this up that bad? How do you build this event and and you've been waiting a year and a half to release a legendary? You've had a year and a half of nothing but problems. I mean, the game launched and the servers were a disaster then. Like... What did you think was going to happen, and why were you not prepared? Why did you not beef up your servers? Why did you not make sure the bandwidth was proper? Why did you not, like, why did you centralize it in Chicago? If you couldn't handle all the source hitting from one location, why not have a 20-city event and say it's going to hit in those 20 cities? You have to be in those 20 cities, or we're sorry. And then that way, at least maybe you spread out the the mass that is Pokemon Go players, and that way maybe your servers can support it. I don't know. You still might have had a problem because your servers are potatoes with wires sticking out of them. This is insane. This is this like how do people still support this game? Like yeah. I know your sister loves it, Jazzy. I know I know I know there's people that love this game, and I just can't understand at disappointment after disappointment. Fucking people over and just just the shitty lack of planning, development, p- 
progression, anything. And yet it still has traction. It still has a platform to stand on. How's the Pokemon how does the Pokemon company let its let its licensing sit with Niantic the way Niantic is handling this? I have no idea. I, I just don't understand how you take a <clears throat> event and not realize they're and they're like, oh our bad, we didn't realize that it was gonna be this popular. You sold fucking tickets. You knew exactly how many people were going to be there. How do you not know how fucking popular it was? Because you capped it. You know the fucking number. <laughs> yeah, not. And here's the thing: the the CEO of Niantic came out and said one issue was network issue. One of the providers is trying to pump in some more bandwidth, so that's something that we're working with uh, on closely on um, earlier in the day when the event before the event got canceled. So again. Okay, for those people that don't understand some of this, this this is our world, right? The IT, IT world, bandwidth and a pipe, right? And, and you made the event Chicago. You made the event this one location, and you and everybody sitting on their cellular networks, everybody sitting on their Wi-Fi connections, everybody are all pumping through one pipe. <laughs> and and you want, and then you you never thought that potentially. In a country that's infrastructure is hot garbage when it comes to internet compared to other countries, that there might be a problem. And like you said, they they knew how many people were gonna yeah. potentially, and I want to say maybe some people didn't take the trip, right? How many people were gonna potentially be there? And you and and you crash and burn. Not only did you let people sit around in Chicago for quite a while as you tried to like get more bandwidth and do this and do that and just feed them bullshit. When this felt when this crumbled like this, when this crashed and burned, there was no hope. Your event was not going to happen. Yeah, Reddit killed it instantly. <laughs> if you if you come in and you have that many people and it literally dies like that, there's no there's no oh, we're trying to get a provider to to bring in some more bandwidth. We're trying to do this, we're trying no, it's over, man. You fucked up. This should have been prepped. This should have been tested. You should have stress tested this. You should have ran. There's like, I don't know, example. You know, I can name you, not myself, not just my wife, not just everybody I know within my industry, that every place that I know that I have someone working there, they have a test environment and a production environment. You want to know why? That's because before they put something in production, they fucking test it. They push it to the limits. They throw curveballs at it. They try to do things to fucking derail it. So that way, when they go and say, all right, we're going to have the first ever Pokefest and release the first ever legendary Pokemon, the thing that everyone's been waiting for since the game ever fucking came out. Oh, it's canceled. Sorry. Uh, we, yeah, we, we didn't think we didn't think that there was going to be this much uh, traffic. Yep. And then the people that flew from Australia to Chicago that spent thousands upon thousands of dollars for this weekend event trip because they needed a plane ticket. They needed hotel costs. They have to eat. They have to pay the person that's watching their dog at home. They have to do all of this shit just to make it there. Time off work. Yeah, time off time off work. 
hey, um, you want to know what? I'm sorry we fucked you over by thousands and thousands of dollars, but uh, you have to keep playing our game because we're going to reimburse you with uh, stuff to play our game. Oh, that's the shitty part. We're going to give you in-game currency so yeah. that you come back. That's it. I mean, I'm not. I don't want. I don't support these guys at all anymore. I'm, they're dead to me. This this is over. I'm done. Like with Niantic, but it's genius on their part as far as giving that in-game currency. It's it's the smartest way to try to to stop the bleeding, stop the purge that you just caused. And the, but the problem is is that you blame the bandwidth and you and you and you called out a, a secondary provider that just couldn't fix the problem for you. But then you followed up to tell people, oh, well, there was two other issues. There was the crash crash bug issue again programming on Niantic side which yeah which has been a problem from the beginning and an authentication issue again programming side your game is I don't want to call it a game your thing is a year and a half old am I right it's a year and a half old it's a year and like three weeks old okay it came out early July late June I believe the first time you're I right, played you're it, right. first time I played it was July 8th of 2016. Yeah. Still, your game's a year old. <laughs> your game is a year old and you're having crash bugs and authentication issues. And guess what? I get it. Game like updates come out, you get more you get new bugs, you get things, right? And you work through them. But like <sighs> you're having this event and and this bug this bug didn't show up because of the event. The authentication issue didn't show up because of the event. Those issues existed already, and you were not able to resolve them before your event. And then when you throw however many people came to this event, a good amount, yeah, guess what? It, it multiplies the problem. You know, when you're having an active directory issue and something's going wrong and like that sucks. But when like no one can log in, it's a catastrophe, right? Like, and so like that you knew these bugs existed and you d- and did you not think the potential of like hey we're going to have i don't know thousands and thousands of people pushing through one pipeline to try to authenticate onto our servers to try a- a- and then watch them crash watch them fail authentication watch them not even get there and there's nothing you can do what's yeah. up cable no the everly has a good point in the chat I, oh, read it out. It's your, you call it out. The amount of money they pulled in just in that first few weeks after the launch should have been enough to hire staff for at least 150 active programmers to fix that shit. Uh, the Everling, another IT background, another IT person. They make know. money hand over fist. Yeah. It's a great point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great point. But you ought, even a better point is that you already built this system. This system relies on a previous game. Shout out Ingress. Ingress has been out for years. So, like, again, this isn't brand new. This isn't untraveled territory. This is just piss-poor planning, piss-poor development, horrible management, shady, shitty-ass programming. I don't care. If I offend someone that works in Niantic, good, because guess what? Your product sucks right now, and you just disappointed the most important people to you, the most, the hardcore people. You just you just ruin yeah. them. It's gross incompetence. It is. It's unbelievable. This would be like like I'm a huge League of Legends fan. We're going to the championship <laughs> this year for North America, right? This would be like, which is in Boston. This would be like Grim and I flying out to Boston, getting our hotel, getting all of our food situated, our plane tickets, not to mention the tickets to actually get in the door. We show up to Boston. 
We've already had this paid for. We go to the event the first day. They check us through security into the event hall. And then the ushers that are standing by our seats go, oh, yeah, we moved the uh, event to uh, Houston, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Let me read. I would to, never play league again. It's like showing up to an NHL game and then be like, yeah, ice is still water. Like, it's all melted. So. <laughs> yeah. I guess they're not going to play today. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so let me read a few, a few. Here's a few tweets from people that were at the event. FSU Atlanta. Rain. Six-hour entrance lines, one-hour exit lines, an hour just to leave. CEO of Niantic booed off stage. Good event, guys. Pokemon Go Fest. <laughs> um, you know you still have 75% of paying customers outside still. Probably two to three hours from getting in a very small park. What were you thinking? From Andrew on Twitter. John on Twitter. Early entry line for Pokemon Go Fest starts at Jackson and Columbus, wraps around the block to LSD. And checking in from the festival here, been keeping a running count on how many Pokemon people have caught since they've been here for four hours. Highest is around 15. This person in four hours caught four Pokemon. That was the other thing. This event that they built, this like this supposable radius that they were building for the event, wasn't populating Pokemon again because their system was failing. It's, it's, I oh my god, I, I can't think of something this big with a Pokemon name with Nintendo and you know, Nintendo's name. Like, yes, they're not directly involved 100%, but like, again, like. If if we if Gamezilla was was being talked about by somebody else and they were just crapping all over the place, we would have a problem with that because it's affecting our brand. If I'm Nintendo, I don't care. Like you're affecting our brand. Pick clean your shit up. Yeah, it's it, it's pathetic. I'm I, half tempted. If anyone listening went to the Chicago event, please send in an email to info at Motor City Gaming. The actual pokemon that you caught because this guy caught four in four hours but i wonder which four those were probably like trash commons Man. so go ahead and tell people how niantic decided they were going to try to fix this what are they doing instead of pokemon fest now you're the one that told me what's what's about to happen everyone's going to get legendaries now like it's you're going to be able to get them everywhere now yeah. Oh, what? Me? Wait, because you realize that you can't can't centralize an event and expect it to work. You have to spread it out, like we said in the beginning. Yeah. So they released them the day after, which would have been this past Sunday, and everybody in the world could have caught them. And here's the kicker: the legendary birds are so powerful. This is the best part. That once you catch them, you can't put them on a gym or battle them. This is real. (laughs) You can't do anything with them. It's a collector's (laughs) item. And Deadite's gone. And Deadite is off the screen. Like, legitimately, it's it's basically like a a trophy. It's a trophy. It's an achievement. You paid hundred dollars for an achievement. This story literally just gave Dead Eye diarrhea because he just went into the the studio bathroom. I don't blame him. Oh my god! I might join him. 
I couldn't. Awkward. I couldn't believe it, man. It was. It was. It's, it's just so so pathetic. I I have not been a fan of Niantic for a long time because of issue after issue, but this is a serious blow. This is a ser- like if if I was a Pokemon Go player. I wouldn't be a Pokemon Go player anymore. And if I was someone that went to Chicago, I sure as hell wouldn't yeah. be a Pokemon Go player. I would say the people that that weren't at Chicago, okay, you know, they they got you know some legendary p- potential legendary catches and stuff like that. I get it. Like it didn't affect them as much. But I'm telling you one thing: if I was at Chicago, I would never play this game again, and yeah. I would bash the shit out of them everywhere I could. Yeah, it, they they deserve to get just destroyed. On social media and everywhere else right now, they they have no answer, and their and their resolution to this was pathetic. All right, are we done? We're done. Done We're done. I'm not going to participate in talking about that. (laughs) What do you mean you can't play as the birds? Can't. You can look at them though. You look at Zapdos. Yeah. Okay. Next story before before you blow a blood vessel. Yeah, okay. I couldn't believe it. All right. I'm glad I bailed on this game after three weeks of playing it. Yeah, I, I've spent too much time on it. Comic-Con 2017, Telltale has uh, took took the stage and gave us a bunch of information, starting with Guardians of the Galaxy Episode 3 release date has been announced. We will be getting Episode 3 on August 22nd, and it will be called More Than a Feeling. So if you haven't played the first two episodes this Telltale makes, I mean, they've been on a roll, right? A lot of the stuff they've been making has been great. But the Guardians of the Galaxy is one I picked up, and I, I, it's been great. It's been awesome. It's telling a, a truly original story. This was, back, this was the start of the whole, like, Marvel giving out their licensing, but letting the developers kind of tell, their, tell the story instead of just saying, okay, yeah, make a movie game, right? So, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 kind of came out, or came out in the theaters around the same time that the first episode of this game came out. And but it is a completely different story. So if you're looking for more content around Guardians of the Galaxy, this is a great way to get an, an, another original story around the full team. And episode three is coming out August 22nd. So pretty cool. Along with that, we also found out that The Wolf Among Us season two is announced for 2018. And this was a this was one that I never played, but I um I watched Brick Bitch play it from start to finish because it was so in, like. It was like me watching a movie. I thought it was it was so cool, and it's basically fairy tale uh, characters living in real world. Yes, and it's so and and the big bad wolf is the sheriff, and it's it's real interesting. You know, he's basically trying to solve this murder case in the in season one, and it ends kind of on a cliffhanger, and I was just kind of like. When's, when's the next episode? And my wife's like, that's it. And I was like, what do you mean that's it? That can't be it. And then she told me it was based off a graphic novel, and I went out and bought the graphic novel and read and read everything there was because I just I couldn't wait. But now I'm excited. They've announced season two. It'll be coming out in 2018. So that's pretty cool. They also announced the final season for Walking Dead. Um, so it'll be our, our last time with Clementine and uh, basically... Clementine. And basically, uh, we'll see how that all folds up. And then uh, season two of Batman has been announced as well. So, and if you didn't play season one of Batman, real, another one, real good. So, man, Telltale hasn't missed in a while. They've been. See, I was not a fan of the Batman one. You didn't like the Batman one? I was not a fan of huh. that. Huh. A lot of people like the Batman one. So, just not cable. 
He's the only I'm one. Not a like fan it. of Batman in general. So. Well, that doesn't help you. Well, if you're not a fan of DC and Batman, then you might be a fan of the next news article: Marvel versus Capcom <laughs> Infinite adds Cable's favorite character, Spider-Man. Oh yeah. And Frank West, and some other characters. So, um, is it Moon Knight? No. no. Damn it. So Spider-Man, Spider-Man gets added, and it's announced. Um, Dead Rising's Frank West gets added. Nemesis from Resident Evil 3 gets added. And Final Fight's Hagger uh, has been, they've all been added to the roster. So Is that his name? I've always been calling him Hanger. Hanger, Hagger. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play Final Fight, so I don't know. I always called him Hanger. I don't know why. I'm going to call him. I like Hanger. This is like Hangry. Is there an N in his name? No. Okay, then it's Hagger. Okay. Yeah, I always call him Hanger for some reason. Hanger it is. <laughs> hanger it is. Because he's hangry. I'm hangry. Uh, no, no footage has been been released for the four new characters, but this just com- this comes um, shortly after the announcement of Darkstalkers. Jada will be a playable character in Capcom's upcoming fighter as well, and uh, this game does hit September 19th, so we're not that far away from it. Just building out this roster a little more. The Spider-Man is interesting that they're. It looks because Spider-Man's, or sorry, Sony and uh, Disney and all of them are playing nicely with this IP right now. It looks like you know Spider-Man's getting this entry into into these games where we're missing things like X-Men, you know, and thing that that other companies, which is what Fox, right? The Fox Entertainment, even. Yeah, Fox owns no. Fox owns Fox, X-Men yeah. and yeah. Sony owns Spider-Man. Correct. Yeah, so I know there's some issues with sharing the, the IPs and stuff like that, and that's why some of these people are missing. But it is good to see that maybe we're starting to break down some of these walls and able to include fan favorites like Spider-Man. I mean, come on. It's got to be in there. Spider-Man has been there since Marvel vs. Capcom 1 and 2. He needs right. to be in there. Yeah, so... But I don't know. I, the The excitement level for for this has been up and down. I think uh, you know E three didn't help itself at all with this game with uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z hitting and, and just pretty much wiping the floor with it. But it's still Marvel vs. Capcom. I still have. I'm still excited for it. But we'll we'll have to see see how it goes. At least we're get, at least we know we're getting Spider Man and, and a few few more characters. Nemesis I could care less about. I not excited about that one. Out of out of all the Resident Evil that you could bring, I thought that was kind of a weak a weak pull. So. All right, uh, next next news topic is the PlayStation firmware upgrade. Okay, hold your breath. This isn't nothing here is let's just let's just call this this is all rumor, okay? Okay, but nothing uh, is real. Please, yet. please, 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 so, please, 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 please. PS4 firmware 5.0 is is something that's being worked on there's a beta that's happening and they're they're requesting they're requesting players to sign up for the beta to test 5.0 what some of the rumors have come out with some of the data mining and just i guess conversations that have gone behind closed doors is that 5.0 will introduce PSN name changing holy shit you could change your name on PSN? PSN name changing would finally be a thing along with PlayStation 1 classics, wish lists, you know, and then obviously some other things too, but those are the those are the big topics that are supposedly being being talked about about this this 5.0 upgrade. So, first of all, it's rumor based. It's odd that no one that if this is true, 
where's the announcement? And and Sony's pretty good about things like like this. This feels like you would hold a press conference for if you were Sony, right? Like it's been the number one the like asked for thing for years, and for it to slip out like that would be kind of weird. It, it would be strange. Right. Uh, it would not be typical Sony, in my opinion. If it is true, my question to all of you here in the studio, how much would you pay to change your name? Because you know it's not going to be free. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. You would pay $10 to change your name? Mm-hmm. I would right? which love is, to get my original cable back. So which, yeah. Is, yeah, which is what, uh, is what Xbox charges you. Correct, yeah. So now let's, let's turn to, to Deadite and say $10 to change your name on PlayStation. Well, unlike certain people, I got my name right the first time, and I'm the Deadite Knight. I don't oh. ever need to change it. My well, name thought, is dope. I thought you were Farty Fartbox. Okay, so I made a second account because my first one was Farty Fartbox 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, Hold on, friending you right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say hypothetically I wanted to change mine to, like, GameZilla Snake or something. Um, Snakezilla. Snakezilla. Zilla activity. Zilla activity. <laughs> Zilla activity. 69. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of Zilla activity I'm getting into. Um, I, I honestly do feel like anything more than 10 bucks would be a little ridiculous, but ten, between $4.99 and $9.99 would yeah. be fair. But I, I honestly think five bucks to change your name is more than fair. Okay, next question. Do you actually think this is happening? Do you think this is a rumor that I mean it would be easy to on a 5.0 a full a full number upgrade to go ahead and, and start this rumor mill of name change and get a bunch of hype get a bunch of hype going because no major no major site is reporting this yet this is all floating around Reddit this is floating around some some you know like right now I'm, we're pulling this from pushsquare.com it's not IGN it's not Kotaku it's not Polygon it's not PlayStation themselves. So for something that, that that the beta starts like in the next week and a half, do you think it's real? Man, it needs to be real. Well, we knew that. Do I think it's real? No. I just don't think the, t- the timing seems weird. The timing seems off, like yeah. that this would be this the time is, you do this. It's it's an E3 presentation, I think, is what it is. Because you knew about, guess what? PlayStation knew about 5.0 at E3. Why would you not make an announcement right. at E3? Unless you're going to make it, you know, August brings Gamescom. So so, let, so if you pull it at Gamescom I, and, and beta starts in early August, so could this be an announcement at Gamescom? Could be. Very possible. I, th- I think they kind of dropped the ball on a lot of stuff with E3 is because they just I don't know why they just made everything seem like an afterthought. Like, like yeah. putting, like, this game is on PS4 Pro instead of just, like, okay, this is 4K on PS4 Pro. Like, you saw that stuff afterwards. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. They just seem like they're not thinking correctly. Like, they lost their way for somehow. So, yeah. hopefully this just leaked out somehow, and we will get this at Gamescom. Not Gamescom, but PlayStation Experience. Or something, yeah. Or, or game. I mean, it could be Gamescom, but... Uh, again, uh, PlayStation Experience would be a more proper spot for it, it, or E3 would be a more proper spot for it. So I don't. It's it's weird. Uh, I, again, yes, we all hope it's real. PlayStation One Classics. I mean, yeah, it had to happen eventually. I can play PlayStation One Classics on my Vita for God's sakes. Like, why can't I do it on my PS4? That's true. So I'm glad. You know, that's fine. That'll be fun to be able to pull some of the cla- some of your favorites out and, and be able to play them. 
Warhog being one of them. Give me Einhinder by Square. And then, and then wish, and then wish lists is something that like like um, Brick Bitch has been wanting wish lists forever. It's just something where you, you know you spend time in the store and you're shopping around. And you're like, oh, that looks interesting, and you just would like to go throw it on a list and continue shopping, right? Right. And, and it's just like. Why is that not an option in this day and age where it's like on Amazon I can literally build custom lists and throw things like oh, I'm going to build out an X an X, a Christmas list and I'm going to go build out a birthday list and I'm going to go build out a you know a Patreon list and I, like yeah. it's just then make it so that your PlayStation friends can see your list and purchase the games for you if they want which is another Ooh, rumor crazy. about yeah, another rumor about about gift purchasing for the Xbox came around and we haven't heard anything for PlayStation right. it's just like come on you're like, why is this not? These are simple things, simple things that that could improve the experience of your of your uh, the PlayStation experience. Community. Oh God! Can you cut his mic for me? Can I cut it? Yeah, there we go. That's my mic. So you wired them backwards this week. I've been making adjustments the wrong way the whole show. Perfect. I hope it sounds like garbage. Then I can say that our producer is not as good as we thought he was. Mm. He'll be talking about me. Snake, <laughs> Snake Pit Podcast coming October 2017. Can't wait. Bailing. Can't wait. I just need a couple months to get things set up. All right. Screw you guys. Uh, some more news that came out. <laughs> some more news that came out with the PlayStation uh, hitting is is Patapon, which is a, re- a remastered, will be hitting the PlayStation 4 digitally August 1st. Uh, if you haven't played Patapon, if you didn't play it on PSP, it's a it's a it's an exclusive to Sony that was super special. It was super like unique, rhythm-based drum game with these little cool characters and told a, told a story beyond just like a, a music rhythm game. And so uh, it's super exciting that they're remastering the game. They're, it's bringing it back. It's, it's going to be $14.99, and they, they released the date, which is August 1st, so it's not that far away. If you're into some some, you know, addicting music with cute little characters and a fun little story, I highly recommend it. Okay, we had to get to this point. I'm also gonna walk away during this one too. <laughs> I'm just I can't handle this show. Nintendo's online mobile app is live. Of course, it launched with Splatoon two last Friday, and. Um, it's gold. It's gold. It's certainly gold. It's certainly gold. It is a disaster. I I can't even begin to think what I can't even begin to imagine what people were thinking. And there goes there goes Dead Eye. Cables cables literally dying over there from how, how yeah. bad this is. Cables. I'm allergic to Nintendo. Dead Eye's gone. Uh, so Jazzy, that leaves us. We both played Splatoon, and man, we used that app a lot, didn't we? We n- never used it. <laughs> Ever. Then I actually left the studio. I yeah. think he, he may have just quit. <laughs> Again. Because <laughs> I got an email a while ago that said he, that he was <laughs> Right. There. Yeah. Right. Or is that your next trick? You hacked his email, and now you're telling me that he's quitting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or uh, no. Yeah, or, or no. So, <sighs> the app... Currently only works for Splatoon 2. And when I say works for Splatoon 2, there's, yes, you can do a couple things with it, like buy some gear, uh, and then when you go into the game, it's there for you, and you can see your matches and stuff and, and other things. But 
the the app was a voice chat app. It wasn't a buy gear and Splatoon app. It was a voice chat app. It works. It doesn't work. It, like, I had to go onto my Switch to launch the... <laughs> to launch the... Uh, I'd go on the Switch to launch the room. Not, not the game room. Not the... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This was the closest thing I could find to bleach to drink. Because <laughs> <laughs> damn it, this app is trash. Chemical Consultants ER35. You know what? I think it'll do the job. Uh, it's the closest thing to bleach. I think you it'll didn't do have it. You were all out of bleach for me to drink. It says keep away from children. So uh, yeah. Oh god. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Let's crack it open. Let's crack it open. Um. Yeah, I don't. It's a disaster. You, you have to go on the Switch, open up a room, a chat room on the Switch, and then go back to your phone to then see that the room exists. Now you have to, now your little bubbles in there, and you're like, okay, cool, my bubbles in there. Now you can invite people from your phone. So you click on it, and it goes, nobody's available. And I'm like, what do you mean nobody's available? And I'm looking at my Switch, and I have eight friends online playing Splatoon. Now, mind you, the people that didn't have the app installed, it says does not have app. The other people said um, cannot cannot send invite, and I was like, why? And so then I messaged on my phone. I messaged them directly, just text message, and I said, hey, uh, do you have a Nintendo app? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing right now? Sitting in the lobby. I'm like, okay, um, I can't send you an invite. I can't send them an invite from in from on my Switch or on my phone. I can't. I but but. There, there, and then so the same thing. He made a room. Sure enough, his little bubble showed up in the chat on his phone. He went to invite me. Can't. I, I don't. And then, so then, when I finally did get somebody in, and we had two bubbles. I had my bubble and their bubble. And when you talked, it kind of like, you know, like shakes and, and sends out waves. Then um, I don't know. About three minutes in, I was the sound quality was was subpar at best. And three minutes in, the entire the entire room crashed. Here's the best part: when the entire room crashed on my phone, it disbanded the room in the Splatoon game was gone, and kicked oh, me back God. out to the lobby. Man, that sounds like it works real good. So long story short, join the Discord, the Motor City Gaming Discord, right from MotorCityGaming.com because. We gave up, and we built Splatoon chat rooms. So not only do we have our Nintendo chat where we can talk about Nintendo all day long, but now we have talk talk rooms, uh, Splatoon Team A, Splatoon Team B, and they're public for anybody yeah. that wants to use them. And they work. They Unlike work really the well. the Nintendo app, which uh, does it work with anything but Splatoon 2? Nope. Does it have a text capability? Nope. Um, when... Oh, Anything else happens on your phone, does it keep you connected to your party? Nope. You take a call, it disconnects your party. You get a text message from your grandma, disconnects your okay, party. Okay, I'm out. The, this, it gets better, though. So, Jesse, I want you to ask me a question. The question is, when exactly can I use voice chat in-game? Um, Grimlock. Yeah, what's up? Like... When exactly can you use voice chat in Splatoon 2? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. In Splatoon 2, you can currently create online lounges, which is what we talked about, for private matches only with friends. League battles 
which is locked until you reach a high enough rank in, in rank battles. So you can't even do so league battles, which you have to get a B minus in ranked first. You start at C minus. So about hundred hundred matches later, if you're lucky, you'll be a B minus. You get league battles and then Splatfest battles, which isn't even a thing, and salmon run battles, but only when they're available online. Voice chat will not work unless specifically in the online lounge rooms or in a match. During the match, you will only hear from those on your team. It's better. On an iPhone 6S, not using Wi-Fi, it used 37% battery life in an hour. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That's the type of numbers I'd expect on my Samsung S4 Active that leaks radiation. (laughs) Here's the best part. That is with with the battery dropping more. So 37% was using the app. Just having the app launched. When they were when they were using it for voice chat, it dropped even faster and more. Jazzy, I got that for you. You just want to drink some of this cleaner as well. Solvent. Yeah. yeah. So it's good as bleach. So here's where it gets better, guys. You build this room. It's got a bunch of people in it, and it's actually working, right? It's actually doing its job. Well, you get a text message or notification or something like that, right, on your phone that you're using. No problem. Phones can multitask. Not a problem, right? Wrong. No. Minimizing the app, turning off the screen, or taking a phone call will cause the voice communication to cease until you return to the app. Completely cut you out. The screen itself will darken until it reconnects, and uh, you'll be notified voice chat has resumed. So if you want to talk to your friends in Splatoon 2, here's what you do. You get two styrofoam cups and a shit ton of string, all right? And then you tie the two styrofoam cups together with the string, and then the echo vibration of your voice will travel through the string to the other cup, and then people will be able to hear you. Works better than the app. I love my Switch. I love Splatoon. I've enjoyed Mario Kart, and I've enjoyed Zelda, and plenty of other games. But this is a swing and a miss. This is a huge, a huge disappointment. No, no, this isn't a swing and a miss. This is going up to the batter box, and the pitcher drilling you in the head, and you die. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're not even playing anymore. You're on your way to the hospital. I agree with you 100%. I'm... (laughs) The the issue here, the only thing, the only hope there is for me is that I feel like you know we we know this stuff got rushed. The only thing I can hope for is either a you improve this app or b this is this is a serious crutch while you develop something that's going to be a firmware update for the actual switch. Because why in God's name do we need a phone and and the switch? The switch has Bluetooth support. Firmware update this bitch. Put some chat system on it and let me hook my headset up to my Switch instead of having to run one wire to my Switch, dongle it to another wire that goes to my phone, then hook that up to a headset, and oh yeah, the only one I can get is a Splatoon one. It, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare right now, and for a game that requires, and, and like people might look at Splatoon and say it's a kitty game and stuff like that, it requires a ton of communication and constant call-outs, constant like, what's going on, where's this, 
who you know who's who's alive, where's your location, what's your situation, all that stuff. You're talking nonstop. We were playing Salmon Run at lunch. And and it was it was nonstop. Like I'm down, I'm working towards you, I'm over by I'm over by you know the drop off zone. Oh, we got a giant snake coming at it. Like we never stopped talking. And the biggest problem right now is that you can't have good communication with your team if you're not in the same room. Unless you're using something like like a Discord or something or or you know Skype or something like that. And that's just pathetic. Like as Nintendo. That's a huge letdown for a game that you're pushing esports, for a game that you're pushing competition, ranked, league battles. You're pushing all this stuff that's all online. We're not running league, like, league battles locally. The only thing that we can do is we can all sit on the same Wi-Fi and play league battles and talk to each other. We're still going online to communicate, and the majority of people aren't in the same room talking to each other. They're enjoying their Switch wherever at, on the go, at home, at work, playing this game, and they're not getting the, the full support they need from Nintendo. And it's, it's just pathetic. Like, you ramped up and made 750,000 more systems because, you, because people wanted them. So why not ramp up the programming side of it and make sure that the, that the support from the in-game content is there? The chat support. The online support. Where is it? And that brings me to, the, you know, to, our, to our last piece here is basically I want Splatoon 2 reactions and first thoughts. Uh, I'm gonna, and, and everyone knows that we've been talking highly about Splatoon 2, so I'm going to take another angle on it. I'm going to tell you what, what I am disappointed in in Splatoon 2. I am very happy I got it at launch. Splatoon is a fun game. I played it a ton on the Wii U. What I'm very disappointed in is that we got a Splatfest beta not, what, a week ago? Mm -hmm. And we got teased with a private room that we could set a password to and invite our friends. And I was like, oh my god. Finally. We could finally do it. And then we buy Splatoon 2. And we get home and we all jump online. And then we jump into a regular game because it's all you can play right now because you're level one. And it's Splatoon 1. There's no team. There's no, there's no, it's just, uh, Jazzy, what team are you on? Purple. I'm on orange. Jazzy, what team are you on? Orange. I'm on blue. Jazzy, what team are you on? Yellow. Yeah, I'm on yellow. Same team. Very next round. Nope, we're on opposite teams again. Yep. And we did that for 50 games, roughly. We got ourselves to rank, we, got, we wanted to get to rank 10, so we go play ranked. Sorry, level 10, so we go play rank mode. Right. We get there. Hit level 10. Cool. Remember what in Splatoon 1 we could do once we were in ranked? Team up. Duo. Duo. We could duo um, Q. Nope. <laughs> yep. Can't do it. Why know why? Because you're a C-, and until you upgrade your own level, there's no matchmaking still where you can... Sorry, not matchmaking. There's no team Q. There's no duo Q. It's still singular, and it's like... So then I'm like looking up like, oh, I need to be a B minus. Okay, I'm a C minus. So I started playing and it's like every win was like this tiny chunk. And then I started oh, losing. God. I started losing and I wasn't losing uh, experience. So I was like, that's weird. But then I lost a couple and all of a sudden I got a crack in my experience bar. And I was like, oh shit, what the hell does that mean? It's like three strikes you're out, you know? And then I, I win some more and it's getting closer to full. And I lose some, I get a second crack. And I was like, I swear to God, if this is three cracks and then like you lose the whole bar, I am gonna lose my mind. Well, I get I get to see like I rank up before I find out, right? I'm like, all right, cool, not a problem. I I, I'm, I feel better. And when you rank up, the cracks go away. So I'm at C. I'm like, all right, cool. I only need to go two two extra 
Marks. Mm-hmm. Lose four in a row in C. Two cracks before my bar is even slightly filled. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is pointless. I might as well like lose on purpose because if I get my bar halfway, even if I get my bar halfway and it breaks and I lose the bar, I'm going to, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> like, like, no. So, so I'm just like frustrated. I'm like, I'm going to stop at C. I'm going to stop at C and, and I'm just going to, I'll worry about it tomorrow. I'll worry about when Jazzy's online and we can at least, at least can like vent. Mm-hmm. I might not be able to play with them, but at least I can vent. Tomorrow, you know, next day comes around, I log on. And my rank is dash, dash, dash. There's no grade. I'm like, where'd my rank go? Oh, every mode of rank, which changes every day, is separate. Yeah. I was like, um, so I'm only a C when it comes to control, point control. Today is Rainmaker, and I have no grade. Well, I'll go try Rainmaker. Lost five in a row because no one knew what Rainmaker was, and they were playing Turf War in Rainmaker. Right. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to deal with this every time it changes. So then I backed out, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to play ranked. I have, you know, I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to go try Salmon Run, the new Horde mode. I walk over to the Salmon Run entrance. It's closed. Turns out the Salmon Run Online f- feature where you can team up with, you know, with randos and get four people. Because I didn't have four friends online at that time. I was up early. So I wanted to just go match up with some, some individuals and play. Can't. It's not open today. Or it's not open during this time period. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Nintendo? What do you mean that this mode is only open certain times? What do you mean that if I want to play ranked of of capture the flag or, or of, of uh, point control, I have to wait for Tuesdays and Thursdays. Every other day is something else. That's not okay with me. You're telling me that these certain modes of the game I can only get certain times. That, that's stupid. It is, it, it, you're, you're limiting my gameplay and telling me I can only play when it, when it happens. And that, that's like, I already accept the fact that like, hey, here's the two maps that are going right now. And in two hours, they'll change, right? Like, and that's how they rotate maps. I'm fine with that. Like, whatever. I can't choose my map or I don't have necessarily the pick at all the maps every time. Whatever. But it's, it's unbelievable. Those are, my, those are my main issues with Splatoon. The game itself is great. The mechanics are great. But what, what is going on with this? The, the, the competitive side of this game is just like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not going to play till Tuesday. Jazzy, I'll see you on Tuesday because that's when you know, the only mode that we care about is on. That's the mode where we're both C pluses and we're trying to get to B minus. And my question is, you get to B minus, you unlock League Battle. You unlock the ability to actually team up duo or team. Then, what happens? Is it unlocked permanently across the board, or is it like every Tuesday when it's point control, I have league battle unlocked, but but Wednesday when it's Rainmaker, I don't. <laughs> it's just yeah, dumb. Knows. It's just dumb. And I'm sure some people have already gotten to that point, and they can t- and they could answer this question for me, but I haven't, and that and it's frustrating me because I put a bunch of I stayed up till three in the morning one night working on this. And then thought, cool, tomorrow's the weekend. I'll put more time into it. And I couldn't. I couldn't put more time into what I wanted to put time into. I had to start over again for this part. And I was just like, after five matches of people not knowing what they're doing, I was like, I'm not going to waste any of my day 
on this when no one knows what to do, how to play this mode, even though when you go into the mode, there's a button that says instructions and shows you how to play the mode, but no one cares. They go in there thinking they know what they're doing, and we just get swept after swept, sweep after sweep after sweep, and I'm just like, oh, I'm done losing. It's, it, and, yeah. and maybe the rank mode changes multiple times a day. It's still dumb. Like, I should be able to queue up for rank and pick what, what type of, like, like, okay, you know what? I don't, I don't like using this, this as an example right now, but Destiny, I can go into competitive mode and I can sit there and say, I want to play Control. I want to play Yeah, Death you should be match. able to pick. Yeah, and you can't. Yeah. And maybe when you get to a B-, minus, you can when, in league battles, but I, you know what? I don't know because I can't get to B-. minus. Yeah, it was. I was super hyped for this game. I have put a lot of time into it, and overall, it it's fun. Like oh, it's, it's a, a fun. it's a yeah. fun game, and I'll still play it because I enjoy playing the game. However, with ev- with all the problems that you just mentioned, which I also have a problem with, the only other real cool thing that you can do in this one that you couldn't do in the first Splatoon is. You can use the salmon run to gather basically power up orbs, and that allows you to basically customize your equipment differently. So I don't have to wait for like a good roll on a shirt or shoes or you know a hat that is exactly the way I want it, and hopefully it comes out the way I want it. I can actually go in and, hey, I like the look of this hat. It's super cool. Now I can grind out the actual items that I want for it and then put them into that item so I can have the perks that I want with the look that I want. It's the only thing that's different that's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's that is cool. You can do that with, I think the character's name is Merch or whatever. Yeah. The the little girl hanging out in the corner. And you can kind of do it. It, it's more, it's more, it's evolved this time around. And that, in Splatoon 1, you could kind of re-roll things and stuff like that. Yeah, it was just but, random re-roll. But it was random re-roll, yeah. So I do, I do like that you're finally able to kind of have, have be able to build that out. And if you truly like something more, like, example, I got a hair clip that's super good. But I have, you know, a predator mask that's that I like the look of better. Like, I should be able to put in some extra effort and be able to get the you know put some perks on the predator helmet that are similar to the hair clip, and you can in this game, and that's good. Right. The game's not bad. I, like if you own a Switch, you should own this game. But I'm just I'm confused with some of the decisions they've made on it, and it's just it's it's a little disappointing that we a week prior we played the Splatfest beta, to the point where we went into a, a Gamezilla Alpha show that we did live at Michigan Science Center, and we said that. Nintendo did it. They fixed it. They they gave us what we wanted, and then we got the game. And what we did in the beta a week prior wasn't there. It didn't exist. Yeah, bigger disappointment for me because the one thing that I wanted out of Splatoon Two was the ability to play with my friends, and I still can't. Like I got play with them. Yeah, but not with them. If that makes any sense. It. Yeah. So I mean. Other than that, Salmon Run, we, we played at lunch. It was lo- it's a lot of fun. It's very difficult. I, I like the I like I like the new mode. It's it's super cool. The story mode I'm I'm on World Three. I'm enjoying the story mode as much as I enjoyed uh, the first game. Like I think it's a really really good. A lot of fun. The bosses are fantastic. I think it's some of the best boss fights I've played since like Mario Galaxy. You know, um, if anything, I like it more than Mario Galaxy. So. 
great job with that. But, you know, just the shortcomings come back to that online presence, the online feel, and then, like, this is a co-op game. This is a team game, and I feel like a lot of the team, like, mechanics, the things that are important, are lacking, unless you're local. With that, we have a question from Testonomics that says, it's been said in the past that the first Splatoon game that initi- is what initially pulled Grimlock and Jazzy away from the original Destiny. Since the release of their respective sequels are flipped, do you foresee Destiny 2 being the game that pulls you away from Splatoon 2? <sighs> Shout out to covering the world in your goo, professional Nintendo streamer extraordinaire, Testonomics. Shout out to Testonomics. He's been doing a great job on the Motor City Gaming stream, uh, the GameZilla podcast stream. Yep. It's, it's, he's, been, he's been killing it. Um, <sighs> Destiny 2 will not, it's not going to be that game. I just, I can't, I can't, confidently say that destiny 2 is gonna it's going to absorb me like destiny 1 did it, it Des- bungie hasn't done a good enough job to to prep me for it they haven't they haven't marketed it the way that i needed to they didn't make the changes that they needed to make you know and their beta was just it was the same problem they gave us an old rumor the the the, the stories are that they gave us an old build and that the problems that we're bitching about and the things that we're bitching about is that, you know, is that they've, already, they've already been fixed in the real version. Well, your game comes out in like 45 days. So why would you be testing an old build and not the current build? How, how are the analytics from the old build going to give you the proper results, the proper analytics, you know, to justify if your current build is indeed ready for, you know, production? It goes back to Niantic. It's like, hey, you know? I got this car here, and I'm going to sell it to everybody, but I'm going to go test this car over here that has, you know, better safety hazards. On. But, like, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, oh, okay, cool. This car over here passed, so we're going to sell this car. What? So, yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm skeptical of Destiny 2. It, it won't pull me away from, from Splatoon 2. What will pull me away from, what will move me in any direction is the walls, that Nintendo have put up themselves, and yeah. I and I'm not I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of wall of the of putting up these invisible walls and basically saying like, oh yeah, you can play this. This it honestly reminds me of a permit a permanent test fire concept. Oh, you want to play the test fire for Splatoon two? Sure, you can play between one and two o'clock on this day. Well, that's the same thing you're doing here. Oh, you want to play you know point capture? Sure, yeah. you can. When, answer, when we say so. Yeah. Well, you, paid answer, us, you paid us money so you could play it when we say so. No. Unlock all your shit and let me fucking play it when I want to play it. Period. Or I won't play your game anymore. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. My answer is absolutely Destiny 2 will pull me away from Splatoon 2. But for the exact opposite reason of its previous version. Destiny 1, I was fully into Destiny 1, and then when Splatoon came out, it was something new, exciting, and I enjoyed it more than I was enjoying Destiny at the time. So it was a better game for me at the time. However, Destiny 2 is going to take me away from Splatoon 2 because A, the time gap in between those games is far enough away where I'm not super impressed with Splatoon 2. 
So having that month gap is going to give me enough time to play Splatoon 2 to where, okay, now Destiny 2 is out. It's the new shiny turd, and I'm going to play that. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> I uh, I mean, Destiny 2, the answer is when it first comes out, yeah, that's what I'm going to play. You know, because it's brand new, like you said, and like that that's what I'm going to play. But I... Um, you know, I don't. I, I think battle. I think if you want my answer, Battlefront Two will, will pull me away more so than Destiny Two will. Battlefront Two is something that I have anticipation for. I am excited about, and I want to. I want hands on. I want to try it. You know, I've tried Destiny Two now, supposedly, and it's Destiny. I'll play it, but it's not like I can't. It's not like I'm sitting here like dying for it. You know, so. I can honestly say I want. Battlefront, just so I can play that story mode that I didn't get in right. the first one. Exactly. Yeah, because they're giving you because they did they listened right, and this is crazy to think that that Dice and and EA is the company that we're going to sit there and say they listened and and delivered what we wanted versus Bungie who came out and said, well, you didn't ask for any of this, but trust us, it's better. Trust us, this is going to work better. Trust us, it's gonna, it's gonna, four v four is gonna be better. And some people might ask for it, but this was not the majority. These, these changes were not what was asked for. And if those changes that we asked for are in the game, we have yet to see them. And that is a marketing fail for Bungie. That is not, you're not delivering the way you should to create the hype that people, you know, to create the hype around your game that should be there. It should be there. Right. And it's not. And so, as far as Splatoon two, I'll play it a ton. And if I can get, if I can figure out how to play as a team and figure out how to play, you know, where we're not just private matches locally, um, you know, it will instantly get a hundred percent better for me. And I think at that point we will put a lot more time into it. But this whole random, random match, regular match thing, it it'll get stale. That's the problem. It will get stale where it's just like all I want to do. You know, we've played three hundred matches and randomly. All I want to do now is just be able to queue up with my friends and have fun together and not, not, you know, and sometimes, yeah, it is fun to go head to head. That's I'm not saying that, but not randomly. Like if we build a strategy and, and we want to test that out, like you have to, so you're telling me the only way we can test it out. If we, if we were like, Hey, you know, this is what we should do on this map. And this is how we, how I think we can, you know, uh, have a higher percentage percentage of winning. The only way we can test that out is a private match. And when, when that means is that we need eight people locally to be able to test it out so we can have two full squads. Yeah. It's, just not, it's just not... And it definitely needs to get fixed if they want to make this an eSport because that's going to kill your eSport right away. Like I understand that their mindset might have been, um, I don't want a full squad of four people to come in that's communicating to defeat four randos because they're just going to steamroll them. But do like any other competitive eSport game does and have two queues. Hey, if you want to partner up with your friends, you go in this queue, and you're playing with a groups of people that are two, three, or four, and then you can get your randos thrown in there, or or just two and four, two and four. That way, you have a full squad of four or pairs of two, mm-hmm. and then in this one, it's solo. Why not do it like Overwatch? You have your the custom, quick play, yeah. You can have your custom matches, yeah. And you have your rank. It's yeah. Not Overwatch, even Destiny eventually. Like, now yeah. you have it. Destiny has it now. Competitive side. Yeah. And for them not to... I'm sorry, but your first video about showing the Switch off was showing Splatoon 2 as an eSport. Yeah. 
why in the hell do you are you not that's making your main focus so people can compete yeah. on that kind of level yeah. and some people said oh well that's you know like um the issue is is that you, this way you don't have squads coming in and just like and practicing and then destroying randoms and stuff like that and it's like and that way people like we have a healthier community and it's like yeah but again the way you marketed this game was team based and i can't even have a team unless i like individually earn the right to have a team unless yeah. i play locally so they basically know, want you to they want the strong to stay with the strong and the weak to stay with the weak yeah they're, they're, yeah. So there's no way you can, if you beat enough weak people, and you finally get to the strong. You're just gonna get have the same kind of experience. Yeah. That's stupid. Well, thanks for the question, test. Anything else? Nope. That's been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, and continue the conversation on our Discord, MCG Discord. You can join. By hinting in Twitch. Yep, exclamation point Discord. Or going to MotorCityGaming.com and clicking on that button right on the homepage. <clears throat> Where are we at in the show, uh, Deadite? Uh, we're an hour and 56 minutes in. Okay, so I got one more piece, and you know what I need you to hit. It's time for Muster Bust. I may not have fixed this one. Oh, damn it. You did it! Must or bust? That's right. It's time for Must or Bust. We're going to cover some of the releases that come out this week. And if you should take a look or maybe run for the hills, let's get started. A game that we have been asked about on our uh, Facebook page Fortnite is coming out for the PS4 and the Xbox One. It is already available on PC. This game, uh, it, it's a, as, as some of our fans have put it, a chaotic, stressful game that they don't even understand how it can even be played on a console, was, was one of the comments that we heard. And uh, it looks like Cable's agreeing. It is, it's PC only. Because you have to build structures, actually. You have to build structures, fight hordes of zombies. It looks fun. But it's like, I don't know how would you map things out on a controller gotcha. with this game. Well, the end of the world is at hand in the survival game Fortnite. Or at least it is whenever I want to be. For now, I am content to let it wait. I spent the last hour hacking at rocks, trees, and the occasional file cabinet with a pickaxe. Because right now, I'm more interested in just building building a building-sized replica of Minecraft Creeper than starving off the, uh, staving off the apocalypse. This is, this is someone's comment on what they think of the game. It looks really cool. I think it's, it's definitely interesting for... It's like a Friday the 13th style game or, or a um, uh, Dead by Daylight, but with, but with yeah. building functionality. So it's like a hybrid. It's that survival game mixed with... with it's like, to me, it's survival meets Minecraft. Yeah. Exactly, but the Minecraft side of it, it kind of reminds you of like a tower defense game, almost. Yeah, so, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. It's, a, it's not really for survival. I would say it's more of a tower defense game. Okay, so you know, it looks interesting. I think uh, I think for me, it's a pass. You know, it's just, it's not, with everything that's coming out or, or or it's out and it's about to come out, I don't think there's just time for me to put into this game. It's I would say buy it if you have friends to play with it. Because it seemed like I, I watch a couple of streamers do it, and it seems like it would be a lot more fun with friends. Yeah, it looks fun on a multiplayer aspect, and it looks completely like you have no interest in playing this solo. 
yeah, yeah. solo yeah. would probably be boring. Yep. It's a bust for me. If I want chaos in my video games, I'll either try to chat with my friends or play with them and a team in any Nintendo product. <laughs> Pyre is coming out for the PS4 digital for $17.99 on July 25th. And sorry, actually, let me, let me back this up. Fortnite comes out July 25th as well. So uh, Pyre is the, um, game, the, new, the new game from creators of Bastion and Transistor, two games that I love. So... This is um, this is the new game that leads lead your band of exiles to freedom through a series of ancient competitions spread across a vast mystical purgatory. Looks really cool. Uh, if you've never played Bastion or Transistor, the art style is the same in this game. It looks beautiful, and and uh, I, this is for for again for eighteen bucks. And the track record that this company has, it's a it's a must. Like this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll probably have a great soundtrack, just like the, the previous games had. And these, this company just, they know, um, and I believe it's Supergiant Games, they know how to make an interesting, unique game. And every time they've done it, Bastion was super unique. Then they followed up with Transistor, which was different enough, and, 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 made it, and, and so it felt its own. And now they've moved to this game, which, again, feels like their, like their creation, but again, feels completely different, and that's why um, you know I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, you know it's it's it looks very promising, and again, 18 bucks is going to be a good indie game, so a must for me. Anybody else want to comment on that one? No, I've seen a couple of gameplays on it. I think it's a real cool game. I yeah. want to get it. So, yeah. so. looks great. Uh, Fate Extelia: The Umbral Star is coming to the Switch. Now, this is a game I have played on the PS4. And if you're looking for that Dynasty Warriors hack and slash, but maybe but futuristic, like you're inside of a computer server because like the real world doesn't exist anymore, this game is crazy. It's a lot of fun. the The fighting mechanics are just enjoyable. If you like that hack and slash bayonetta, you know, um, it's it's right in that right in that wheelhouse. And the story is so batshit crazy that it's interesting and just kind of silly, but good. Um, so if you're looking for, if you've never played a fate game, this was my first fate game that I ever played and, uh, I highly recommend it. I thought it was, it was a lot of fun and for, uh, for the Nintendo switch on the go. The only thing I'm curious is someone plays it on the switch. Let us know how, how does it handle? Because you're, you're fighting hordes of, of characters. So like, you know, this is going to be a true test to, to the switch as far as like how it can handle so many objects going, you know, going on at the same time. So, uh, following that up, of course, I, I have to bring up a movie because it's important to Deadite, and that is The Boss Baby. Man, <laughs> let's just talk about clearly the animated movie of the year. Move over anything that Disney would have to offer because The Boss Baby, I'm getting a Boss Baby tattoo next week. <laughs> Anyways. Greatest movie ever made. Yeah. Anyways, besides that, there is a movie that I did want to point out. I never got to see it in the theater, even though I, I swore up and down in it that it was a must for me. It didn't do great uh, reception-wise, but Ghost in the Shell does come out July 25th on Blu-ray. Cable, you are the expert here when it comes to anime, and I believe you did see this I movie. See it. Is, it, is, it, is it something that, that people should check out? If you're a fan of the show, you may be a little disappointed. Okay. But it's, it's if you go into it with low expectations, you'll be like, okay, it's a good movie. So I go into everything. <laughs> I was about to say, good selling point there, buddy. No, I mean. It is a film for me. It's just one of those movies, like, 
they did it wrong. Yeah. Right. It's it's they told a good story. They told a, a ghost story. It's just they didn't like the CG in it. It's amazing. Like the 3D aspect of it looks oh, it's totally amazing. It's a good story. It's just that if you don't know nothing about the anime, the best way I can put it, if you know nothing about the anime, you will like it. If you know so, everything about the anime, you will hate it. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, if you're a Scarlett Johansson fan, you'll like it. If you're a Ghost in the Shell fan, stay away. <clears throat> it's going to be the same thing for Death Note. Yeah. So, uh, and then one other one that's not game related, but just, it's worth mention because I loved this movie and the fact it's getting a, re- a remaster on Blu-ray. Batman Mask of the fan- uh, fan- Phantasm. Phantasm. From the Batman animated series. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love this. My yes. mom took me to the movies to see this. Right? It was so good. And we're getting we're getting a re-release on Blu-ray. Totally worth owning. Totally worth owning. I'm more of a fan of the Mr. Freeze special. I remember that too, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so back to video games. For the Steam on the PC, want to give a little PC love. It's also going to be available on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, July 25th. Infinite Mini Golf. Nice. I love Mini Golf. I know you do. That's why I wanted to make sure I brought this one up. Maybe I'm going to get that. 15 bucks. Mm. It looks pretty cool. I I, I like Mini Golf. Like I've I've even played mobile gaming when it comes to like playing a little Mini Golf here and there. Mini Golf is the best part of Mario Golf on the N64. Yeah. If it's anything like that, it's worth 15 bucks. It's a sequel to Planet Mini Golf. Uh, Infinite Mini Golf takes the classic gameplay presented in the original game to exhilarating new heights. Infinite Mini Golf takes advantage of modern gaming hardware to create extremely accurate physics, cartoon rivaling graphics, animation, and detailed environments for a truly unparalleled mini golf experience. Ooh. Sign me up. Yeah. Must. Must. Don't, you know, like $15. That's how much it costs to go mini golfing one time with your significant other. So, if you play more than one round with a friend, it's paid for itself. Done and done. And you didn't have to leave the house. You didn't have to put on pants, and uh, you can get real drunk. That's true. I mean, you can do that at mini golf. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of families around. The last time I tried to get drunk at a mini golf place, it just didn't end well. Yeah, I almost depends, drowned. It depends on the mini golf course you select. And then he came to the show. Smelling, smelling like that urinal water they put in the uh, now a game the fountains there. today. I got, I got <laughs> two left here. Uh, a game that that Jazzy cannot wait for, coming out Friday, July twenty eighth. Friday release. You know who's who's releasing this? That's right. Nintendo's bringing the big dog, Metopia. Oh damn! Get the horns out! Get the switch sounds! Get the horns out! Get the switch out! Metopia Resurrection of the 3DS. Samus is gonna have nothing to do with it. It's all Metopia. It's all Hey Pikmin. It is a renaissance of being a 3DS player right now. Jazzy Fiddle, get the hype! Bring the hype! Now let me let me lay this down for you in case you forgot. Since the dawn of ever. Warriors have banded together to fight evil. Villains. Now, me characters based on your favorite people must unite to do turn-based battle and save Metopia. Okay, real talk. How actually it might actually be fun having the four Gamezilla guys going through an RPG together. Damn it. Shit, I might have to buy this now. Think of how fun that'd be. What system? It's for the 3DS. I just found my 3DS. Yeah, you get Metopia and make all of us a squad in Mies and watch us battle. Yeah. Oh, I like it. You know what? 
You actually just made my joke into a serious thought now. <laughs> but we're going to follow that up with this coming out the same day, Friday, July 28th, for the 3DS. Hey, Peekman. I, I'm telling you, I just called it out. Renaissance of the 3DS. That's right. I downloaded the demo for that. I haven't played it yet. Peekman, uh, I, I really liked Peekman in the GameCube. Um, and I played it on the Wii U as well. But uh, primarily most of my Peekman play was on GameCube. And I thought it was great. This is a uh, side-scrolling adventure. So it's a little bit different than traditional Peekman. But it looks really cool. I mean, again, if you're looking for something to do with the 3DS, then... I think, uh, you know, Miitopia was a joke, but now you kind of bring it out like that would be kind of fun. But I think Hey Peekman is, is obviously the go-to out of the, uh, for sure, out of the two. Take your favorite game, Zilla Bros, with you on your Miitopia adventure. And then, no, you know what would be more fun? Throwing your 3DS into a lake. Well, you would throw your 3DS into a lake because coming out on Jesse, Friday. you have to find your 3DS. Coming out on lake. Friday, July 28th with those great games is the new Nintendo 2DS XL. The beautiful new handheld that's coming out, the 2DS XL, which is actually getting great reviews. People say it's the best DS they've ever made. So if you're looking for $150, really nice XL minus 3D. What's it going to be like for you to play uh, the new Metroid game on that? Uh, well, if they release a Metroid version of it, I'll let you know. Otherwise, I might stay away from you'll, it. You'll buy it. No, I don't know. When's the last? I haven't bought a DS in a while. Yeah, because there hasn't been a new one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have true. I don't have the Galaxy one. I just saw that in Target the other day. That yeah. looks sweet. Oh, Look, it looks I really mean, cool. It's not just a new we'll skin. It, it's, okay? a new, it's, it's a new model. It's a whole new model. Uh, don't. First of all, here's the thing. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I'm trying to hold out, hoping that there will be a Metroid version of it. Because if I buy this one and then there's a Metroid of it, like it's just it's a slippery slope. I actually was about to message you, like, is this rare? Should I buy this? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I saw them. They, they threw them on sale, actually, because I uh-huh. think because this one's coming out and they're and they're kind of moving some, some of their inventory. So if I could find the Galaxy one cheap enough, you're right, I'd buy it. But I can't yet, so. But, yeah, I think the two, it looks cool. I, the, 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 the design is looks like the most polished DS that they've made, which makes sense because it's the latest version. And they, got, they gave up on the 3D because it, <laughs> they can't even support it anymore. Um, so they're just, they're going to. I mean, it's pretty essential. Yeah, it's totally essential in a world of garbage. Like Pokemon 3D 4, 4V Royal Battle where it doesn't even, <laughs> can't even work. <clears throat> Anyways, that's that's been the release. That's the releases this week. Um, let us know. Oh, one I did miss that's actually really important. Overcooked is coming out for the Nintendo Switch this week. Ooh, and nice. it is the uh, it's the the Elite Edition or whatever they're going to call it, the Special Edition with all the DLC. So if you haven't played Overcooked or you're looking to get Overcooked on the, to be able to go on the go with multiplayer functionality, it's a fun chaotic game. That most likely will lead to divorce, so tread lightly. It's 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 fun though. It's a good game. There's another game called Gigantic that came out as well. Oh, Gigantic. Yeah. Uh, that's the the um, Jazzy was shitting all over it. We talked about that on what uh, last week? Yeah, last week. I think I brought it up last week. Yeah, the, it came. It, it looks. It's like a, a MOBA shooter though. It's like it's like a Battleborn. Yes, Jazzy's gonna play it because it's like Battleborn. Shit. 
it looked cool. We saw it at convention, and I told Jazzy, like, you know, it's not Battleborn because it's not garbage. And What? Yeah. And, <gasps> and, and he just didn't want to have anything to do with it. And that's when I pointed out, yeah, that's when I pointed out that... Um, that's when I pointed out that he bought Battleborn and he also played uh, Paragon. So I'm like, I'm like, you can say whatever you want. You play anything that has the word mobile on it at least once. So you'll you'll play this game. So just you know, stop being you know, a bitch. I do like the new heroes that came to Paragon. Some of them looks really sweet. <laughs> you yeah. don't play Paragon anymore. I don't, but I do want to play it for those new heroes. They look Paragon is garbage. First of all, you loved Paragon. You watched your day. Hey, we both love Paragon. The only reason Jesse, you left Paragon, the only reason you left Paragon, Paragon is because you lost, you lost focus. You went and played something else. There was no reason why you stopped playing it, other than the fact that another game came out. Yeah, it's called League. Oh, whatever, man. The best sucks. MOBA ever. Wait, was this the longest he's ever gone in an episode without talking about League? It may have been. I haven't played League in two weeks. <laughs> I know. There's something wrong with you. I mean, you mentioned going to LCS. But other than that, this was one of the longest episodes you've gone without talking about League because you yeah. didn't talk about it with what we've been doing. Yeah. But I will say one more thing. Pentakill. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one last thing. We're, we're done with, the, uh, we're done with the, the releases this week. But I do want to say, Happy Metroid Monday! I have a reason for it. Just push the button. I ruined it. Yeah, it was okay. We got news. And, and you should be excited about this. I am excited. I told we you I want. Now no, you, you want, want amiibos. I want an amiibo. You I want, want one amiibos. I want one amiibo. It comes, I in, my... it comes in a two pack, so you want amiibos. It comes in a two pack, so I'm gonna have to pay like thirty dollars or whatever. Wait, which one gives you the gives you that? Is it the, is it one of the new ones? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a two pack. So yeah, so you have to own you have to own two. I don't want to own two more. The new the, the the new Metroid Samus Returns coming out in September for the 3DS is they announced what the Amiibos functionality will do and and some of it was really cool. Maybe I can just scan yours. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the um the some of the cool stuff some of the basic stuff was like refilling energy tanks and refilling missile pat you know missile count and all that stuff. But the cool the cool one that really surprised us was the ability to unlock the fusion suit. One of my favorite suits from one of my favorite Metroid games in this game, and that instantly got us all excited because graphically the game looks beautiful. So being able to see a fusion suit in the best graphics we've ever seen when it comes to fusion suit, I'm I'm all on. And board. I believe it's unlocked the fusion suit for a second playthrough. Yeah, exactly. So like a hard mode playthrough yeah. with the fusion suit, and if it comes with fusion suit functionality or it, something, yeah. Which I read, I read that they that it does. Yeah, it's like it's like a whole other way to play the game. Yeah, uh, that that's worth the twelve dollar price tag of an amiibo there. Yep, exactly. So that's pretty cool. It was just a little side side piece I wanted to to announce, and it was my purpose of bringing up Metroid today. It actually had purpose today. Yep. You know, I, I've, I've been trying to get that off my screen, Cable. Hold on a second here. No. Hey, that was pretty good. Look at that. Decent. All right. Anyways, federal. Get that off my table, Ethan. <laughs> Damn it, Deadite. Did you notice that he was about to say Federation Force? I didn't say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to talk to you anymore. 
And we just want to, you know, we just want to thank our sponsors, the Detroit Beer Collective, once again for sponsoring this episode of the GameZilla Podcast. Remember to use the code MCGAMING to save 20% on all your beard grooming needs of $25 or more. If retro gaming is your thing, then listen to the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursday in all the same great places that you can listen to us. They recorded a live episode as well, so they got a special episode coming out from the Michigan Science Center. So that hey, be- it was on Twitch. Yeah, it'll be on, it was on Twitch, and it'll be hitting, uh, I believe, this this Thursday. So, Head to patreon.com slash GameZilla podcast and become a patron today. And uh, tons of great perks, and uh, every little dollar that you send our way goes a long way into helping make this podcast better. And we do provide it free for everyone, and uh, you know your little donation means a lot to us, and... You get to help influence the show and uh, get special access to parts of the GameZilla community that others do not. It's patreon.com slash GameZilla podcast. And you get early access to GameZilla Alpha, our topic, our one topic show, like our last one, which was it was uh, the focus of betas. We wanted to talk about Splatoon 2 beta and Destiny 2 beta and compare them, and you'll be able to listen to that. Uh, and then our next episode's coming up. So get that early access at patreon.com slash games of the podcast. Jazzy, anything you want to talk about before we uh, wrap this up? Nope. Cable, you got anything? Uh, August, I'm starting my Uncharted run again. I'm not going to do all three. I'm just going to do Uncharted 4 because the new um, DLC DLC comes out. So mm-hmm. I'll be playing Uncharted again. Did I anything special you want to talk about? Let me think this through. Nerd Barbecue. Mm. Here in the Metro Detroit area, we're Nerd Barbecuing on Saturday. Can't wait to see you here. That's right. And then uh, lastly, we just want to congratulate our winners of our Instagram 1,000 follower giveaway. We'll be in contact with them. And uh, stay tuned for giveaways on MotorCityGaming.com, our social media sites, all those locations. We'll be, uh, we'll be having some more coming up. And if you want to get in on a monthly giveaway, again, Patreon.com is where you're going to go. So, all right, well, until next time, remember that we are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. And, well, until next Monday, game on.